0: What's up, guys? Welcome to the Trolling Stone Podcast. Um, We have a super cool guest, super cool interview for you this week, Um, but we are also doing another super cool thing where uh, we're doing a promo code with said guest. Um, So the Illuminati Interns Podcast uh, is selling a bunch of merch. So um, you can visit uh, com slash collections slash Illuminati dash interns. And use the promo code TrollingStone for 15% off any of their merchandise. Um, that is currently live. It is in our Instagram bio. Um, and we'd love it if you guys went and checked that out. But uh, other than that, enjoy the episode, enjoy the interview, and uh, tell your friends about this fucking podcast. Thank you. This week on Yankee and the Break. <laughs>
1: picture this i'm a bag of ticks put me to you
2: immediately well, we're, we're into controversy some night yeah. that, this that's
0: like Joe the sequel said, to i don't want to get into controversy and immediately <laughs> we're like well that's the sequel to on the 1984 robot, yes, war of no, the man. genders <laughs> there you go but um we are very excited to welcome a very special guest um this is someone who honestly is probably one of the first humans that i knew outside of my bloodline Grew up on the same street as me. Um, I have a couple very vivid memories. Someone who is a creative genius, um, someone who has been far out kicking his coverage all through high school and into his later years. Um, The creator, director, creator, director of a fantastic podcast called The Illuminati Interns. Go check it out. Um, The wonderful Joseph Terry and Kelly.
3: Thank you for having me yeah i, I we used to be a, known as joe kelly and had to st- i lose I it did because f- of the um picture fair and uh, and well. then there's also another writer in the um in the guild named named joe kelly and you can't share names with people because otherwise i'd be getting the credit for you know detroiters Ooh. and how i met your mother and a bunch of other <laughs>
1: oh that's right that's <laughs> Those, where it's from
3: yeah, yeah
0: but the picture um, is funny interesting that you expanded on the name. Like, I feel like usually authors go like J.R.R. Tolkien, things like that, but you went bigger instead PT. of smaller.
3: Yeah. Joe Terry and Kelly, I think. Well, I, I don't know. I, do, I wanted to, because Joe Kelly is such a, it's such a like a um, base name, like basic Generic. name. Yeah. And it's it, hard to stand out with that. So I was like, if I'm going to add something to it, I might as well add that. It's my mother's maiden name is Terry. Yeah. So I put that in there to be like, and I, it's at least a little, well, it's not spicy. Yeah. I don't know. It's like French Canadian. That's another <laughs> spicy uh, <laughs> name, but it's... As, it's, as it's spicy something. as
2: mayo can get.
3: Exactly. It's, <laughs> a, it's a spicy mayo. Um, So, yeah. I mean, it's, it, it is a weird thing to to be like cr- going around with a fake name. I was going through a, a ton of... It's not fake name, but like... A,
2: but at least in, a in a your stage in name. Your, in your profession, that's what like you got to turn on your brain sometimes to be like, all right, it's it's Joe Terry and Kelly when I'm at working. and yeah, everything.
3: yeah, exactly. I wanted to almost like, I was thinking about this for a while because it was like since college that I knew I needed to to have like a pen name or whatever. And um, I was like, oh, if I'm going to do it, I should just really go crazy with it. And I was like, uh, maybe I'll be Bosco Roscoe will be my name. <laughs> 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 and because I, I was like, that just is fun to say. And like, people are going to really remember that. And then after that, I was like, no, I'm going to be honey flood and my name will be honey and (laughs) and i was like because it's just so strange and i think that would be people remember it and if you want to have um you know what's the point of changing your name if not to like stick out for some reason so but then i was picturing my like wikipedia which is a very uh, vain thing to do and i but like and i was like it would be really embarrassing to have it say like honey flood and then in parentheses like born joseph james kelly it's like, okay that's, that's what yeah. half, like, this is an insane man. And then I'd have to come up with some sort of fib or something to, um you know. I find that it's somehow, it.
0: I don't know if my parents had some foresight or something, but I, you want a distinct name. I don't know if you can get much
3: more distinct than mine. <clears throat> yeah, you've got a great name. I think distinct names are the best. And I think everyone should have a distinct name. I, I love I nicknames think, for that reason.
0: Very true. I think there's not enough distinct names. People slipped into just naming
2: I think it's Go. now coming back around. Yeah, I think I think now you're looking at. Uh, I am under the impression that we're going to have a full swing on back of like uh, like 1920s names. Like in the next 20 years, there's going to be little girls named Dolores Ooh. and like Cynthia. Um, shout out to Billy. Um, <laughs> I think there's going to be a big swing right now because uh, I I teach in Lynn and I have a lot of um, the like. Uh, a Hispanic demographic. Yeah. And I've seen a big shift on their just naming girls boy names. Like I teach two girls with, I, I, I won't get into it, but like, like boy, like straight up, just like old school boy names. No, yeah. just
0: dox them. Tell us <laughs> last first name, last name, address. No. <laughs>
1: well,
3: yeah, it's, it's. My like, sister's it's- a teacher in Lynn, actually. I just texted yeah. her to ask what, what school she, um, yeah. At, I mean, you're both zooming, so I guess you don't see each other in the uh, yeah. faculty lounge, but.
2: Yeah, no. Yeah, uh, I, I, I teach middle school.
3: She just had a, a son, and his name is Archer, which I think is a Ooh, great name. Congrats, Archer. Also, a
0: great television show.
3: Yeah. So he's named after the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She loved that she so much, fan. yeah. Huge she's a, fan of season six, she, she absolutely. H, yeah, she,
0: H. John Benjamin is her her hero, <laughs>
3: yeah. Archer, I mean, that's just a cool name. Archie, Archie's a good one, yeah. Joe is like, um, average Joe is literally like a, a, a saying. People say yeah. that, yeah.
0: Archer has a lot of different routes you can go with it, too. Like, nickname wise, you can yeah. shorten mm-hmm. it, you can kind of do a bunch of different stuff. But, um, let's get into Illuminati interns because I'm, oh, please, it was fascinating to listen to it was you 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 are one of the few podcasts that both got me to gag a little bit and also made me laugh a bunch that part where (laughs) i forget who it was but someone said that
2: as soon as we heard your voice we were uh, gagging yeah
0: what's her face was tied up and she goes all i can taste is spiders and blood and that (laughs) elicited like a a a real response in me
3: (laughs) Yeah, there's a, because
1: mm-hmm.
3: so that's writing for, so it's a podcast, it's a fictional, like a, a narrative podcast, like a radio play, almost Illuminati Interns. It's like a sitcom, but just audio. So writing for something like that, you have to do, you have to write really like visually because obviously people can't see anything. So it's a different kind of, so a lot of the jokes were like, how can we lean into that and take advantage of that? So something like someone having a bag on their head and then We're like oh we could just have you know it'd be funny if there was a spider in the bag you can give her something to vocalize and complain about having this spider (laughs) crawling into her mouth or whatever um but stuff like that yeah it's unique to the uh format i guess i don't know but Mm. i I didn't didn't think about that being a gross out thing it's just um well i thought she'd be having the worst time ever
0: i vividly could picture like the taste of spiders like the creepy crawly spider and then Spider and blood doesn't sound yeah. like a good yeah,
3: it's a bad mix. It it yeah, was like
0: not, a you're not getting
2: that out of bar. You guys wrote it like you had said it, it needs to be as vivid as possible, but you had picked like the right words to use, like that truly like was simple enough, um, that you like Duncan's like imagination can go wild with it. Where spiders and blood is just like, like every everything, but you can truly be like, oh shit, like. I'm experiencing uh, that as well. I thought the sound design was great, too. There were times yes. where Thank you. it was it, like the uncle, like kind of like mumbling in the background in in <laughs> Alfie's like, like uh, you know, psyche. Yeah. I'm telling him what to do was great. And then like the sounds and I at points would for slightly forget who had a bag on their head, but then it would still <laughs> be like a muffled. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. Like she's still in the bag um it was it was really really like the mixing in the the producing on the sound level was like excellent like That's, it was just it kept it kept me in it while i was like you know doing stuff around my new house and everything and i was i had to like points like stop and be like okay like what's gonna happen now like i was watching a tv show It was great. Excellent. i love that
3: as a compliment for any writers like the words you picked were very simple <laughs> no 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 not simple
2: and like the, in the fact but it was like you anyone could find if anyone could get into that be like oh yeah yeah and then the spiders and the blood like i know those things yeah and i know what they would taste like in my mouth it's not like you picked some like oh it tastes like guava in here yeah you know, like,
3: it's funny not to sidetrack but i was talking to a friend recently about um it's you could look around your desk or whatever you are um and i feel like most of us know what most things would taste like or feel like in your mouth
1: and that's because <laughs> this a, conversation you, you guys have already
3: talked about this okay never mind that no, no no no, no. That's, no that's we want to hear the
0: rest of your your thought <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's that's pretty much it it's just a weird weird way to look at the world i think is just being like i know what that would uh taste like like i'm looking or- at my lamp right now and i've never I've never licked it I promise but I'm like I think I know I know what it would it's like taste the like. feeling the feeling mine on your tongue taste... you'd be
0: like I know what that feels like on my tongue yeah exactly <laughs> and it would mine would taste somewhat like pennies like that would be my point of reference because mm. I feel yeah. like also there's something every there's so few materials in this world that everything has a point of reference yeah you know what I mean so like mm-hmm. everything is like paper or plastic or metal based so it's like at one point or another, I've had all of those things in my mouth. Yeah, I've, I've, know? I've, 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 licked Skin. all the
2: textures in the world. I've licked them yeah. all, all the textures.
3: That's your job as a baby is to establish that base of licking uh, texture. Things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your base lick
2: understanding of the world <laughs> is kind of the first, your first job. You gotta I check see. in with your sister's son see if he's up on his textures or not. I know Archer. I'm
3: like Archer. Do you know what this pen would taste like? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't even seen this. He's he's back. He's near you guys. Um, in Massachusetts I'm in LA but we could go back to Illuminati interns I didn't mean to uh, yeah make this a taste uh,
2: so I had no perfect. you're you're lucky enough that we didn't go off on another tangent about pens um so I I wanted to know um about like just kind of like the the formation of you and your partner um creator um where did you guys get the inspiration to like pick Illuminati pick the position of interns like how did it all start working itself uh, together.
3: Yeah, sure, so it started for me where I was just like um, brain, uh, like just brainstorming ideas of what to do next, because all my last couple of projects had been in the theater in New York and out in LA. I was like, okay, I need to develop like a TV show. I need a pilot, like when you're trying to break into writing for TV, you need like a pilot for your packet to send around, your pilots the first episode TV show. Mm. Um, so you need to like kind of like write one of those as a sample of your work to send around uh, to potential agents or people who are staffing shows or whatever. So I was like, okay, I need to like write my pilot. And the uh, key is like, you want to write something that's, you know, if it only existed as a pilot, it would still be interesting. So you're trying to do like high concept, low budget. It's like a good, good way to think about it. Um, and Illuminati interns came to me kind of as like a title. I was like, that's a funny title for a thing. Um, and it's also like explains what it is in the title and it,
0: um, also has like, alliteration which yeah, is alliteration loves.
3: just really <laughs> yeah. s- simple and that was like really snappy so it worked backwards from there of being like okay, what what could that be uh, and what would that look like and i've worked a lot of uh, internships and it, it all of them feel like you're working you might as well be working for the illuminati or whatever because it's like especially in it if you're working at it's like a tv you're like a pa on a tv show or whatever you're like you're serving this much bigger machine or whatever that you don't really understand the workings of but you're And it's all—it's very mysterious to you. But you're helping to, like, you know, you're helping to run run the Mm. thing. And maybe if that's any internship, if you're working at a bank or whatever, it's like it could be—it's kind of like an evil thing, capitalism. Maybe not to not to get too spicy, but (laughs) when you're an intern, you're like helping power this evil thing, and you're being taken advantage of. I think internships are like a very like oh yeah bad kind of thing. Um, so like uh, taking that to the extreme of like okay what if you were working for like this secret shadow organization at at like the base level and uh, how could that be kind of funny um and then yeah i mean from there i was like it'd be fun to do the other side of that is illuminati is super like into um, conspiracies and stuff like that so you take a show like x files where each week they're like uncovering a new conspiracy i was like okay it'd be interesting if each week we had to cover up A new conspiracy and that was kind of like the engine Mm. of the show Uh, and then so I wrote the pilot of it and then I was trying to get people to read it and uh, that's pretty difficult yeah and uh, I was like you know podcasts are really popular and like people like podcasts (laughs) so why not just like I could make a podcast and for a relatively low budget like I could make it sound as good as you know, whatever is on Amazon podcasts, originals, Mm. or whatever. Um, The bar for, like, it's not that the bar is low, but, like, if I I couldn't shoot it myself and make a pilot on TV because that's, Mm. like, it's going to cost millions of dollars. But you can make a podcast that's going to sound as good as the highest quality podcast and it's like it's much the playing field is much more even that's what i meant to say I th- and hard, i think so. you,
2: you, your lane with with illuminati illuminati interns that market hasn't been flooded yet there's not many of these serial comedy like you've created a an audio show mm-hmm. and there's that market has not even been close to flooded yet so you're kind of i think in this like awesome lane where if there are people who are just looking for like a quick hitting like serial type of uh, like like laugh like you are yeah. you are their market and everything because the uh, the market is oversaturated with dumb shit that we're doing right here where two <laughs> yeah <laughs> two stupid white kids think that it's they flooded can flooded with
3: people sitting down and talking but if maybe very yeah.
2: true
0: mm. very true
3: we true. had some people yes. standing up and
2: talking exactly okay. game changer I think,
3: yeah so that that was big too is like creating something new or that felt mm. unique and um yeah, so now we're at the point of just trying to spread the show. The first season's out, all five episodes. You could go stream it now, please do. There and uh, then we're, we're going to get started on season two and, and go from there and hopefully nice. continue to grow, strengthen the brand, you know? Yep. Get some some sponsorships of our own.
0: <laughs> Shout, Shout out to with my, my boss. boss.
1: <laughs> my
3: boss. <The> unofficial sponsor. <laughs> Well, just quickly, uh, Jackson, my sister said she worked at Ford Elementary in Lynn. Are you familiar? Uh,
2: okay. Yes. Um, uh, that's Rivals? one of the seven, 17 elementary schools. Okay. I Did teach you guys at, have
3: any sort of relationship with them, a rivalry?
2: No, I'm a middle school. So Oh. Uh, I, I would love to see that rivalry. I would love I, to see 13 rival- year olds. <laughs> Like 13 year olds kicking the crap out of some seven year olds that'd be some that put some money on that every thanksgiving yeah we play the, we play the elementary up. school there's three middle schools so it's like you know the two that are legit go they play each other in some sort of softball game and then yeah my middle school um goes and kicks the crap out of a couple uh fourth graders okay so
3: she's a feeder school into you guys okay. yeah
2: how long did um, it take from the time you
0: wrapped up like all the recording and stuff? Like how, how long did production take? I guess is my ooh, question.
3: It was a long journey. So we actually started last year, last summer. Um, and we did the first three episodes. And then it was kind of like, I had written them all and then we did about two weeks to record everything, edit everything, mix them for each And then we had a hiatus we were looking for um some sort of like partnership so we could just continue to to make it because um yeah I wanted to make sure the cast was like paid and everything um so we there was a long pause in the middle and then we started again um this winter and it was like that's when we added in having to do all the um design stuff and planning all the promotional stuff that that expanded the process quite a bit. But to make like one episode, it, it, it was about two weeks of um, recording and then editing, editing. the the thing that took the longest was like uh, looking for sound effects of like a door opening mm. or whatever. And it should it be That's different than I the found. 50 other door openings that you've used already. Uh, and that that to create like a space of that, you're in a, a room and things are happening there's sound effects every second, so that it just take that like yeah. is a real slog, of um and it all making, trying to make it sound like in the same world. Like, I thought about it early on as like a cartoon almost, where it's like because it's not a TV show with real people, um, we don't have limits of like what can physically happen in in the in the world of the show. So like something that I really one of my favorite things about the show is when characters like run away. It's a very like cartoony sound effect of like feet pattering and like they're, z- yeah. they're zooming, like they're really running. And just, that is like a really funny image to me. Yeah. It, it can only really exist. Like if it was on TV, you, that'd be insane to have your, this kind of relatively <laughs> serious show. And then the characters is like run away really fast.
2: It's just, they're CGI'd and they're taking like, yeah. over. <laughs> it's that like the, the, the goes spin like. Exactly. Yeah. So I um, love
3: that. Like, um, I love that. Because that was up.
0: what part of my fascination with listening to the show was like, I am very familiar with the editing of this kind of thing. And I was like, holy shit, that must have been such a fucking undertaking. Yeah. To like amass that library of sounds and then put it all together.
3: Yeah. It, I mean, and to say two weeks, that's like hours and hours every day of like yeah, doing it. Yeah. So it's not just like, a, you know, an hour a day for two weeks. Yeah. It's, it's, yes. it's a long process. and it's just t-
0: a passion project
3: yeah seriously uh it's it's i was wearing a lot of hats in that um i would like be playing a character and then editing myself and it was a blessing and a curse to work with the these all these these casts because we were able to work with so many different people because it was all remote like people would just send in their takes and we didn't have to physically be together but it's really hard to get the rhythm of two people talking you know when it's just like Mm. each person is recording and in isolation yeah uh, so we'd do like i would do like i would do the whole episode edit it and then send that back to the cast and then everyone would re-record based on the chemistry of the scene and yeah. how like the other people are acting and just to because once you're like in that you could hear yourself in the in the episode or in the space or whatever you want to make some changes so then we would every episode we basically did twice which was um yeah i, I I'd like to change that in the
1: future. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> on season a two, I I,
3: yeah, because a, a lot of it, too, was just me like, I don't know how to do any of that stuff. I was teaching myself as I was doing it. Um, so, yeah, it was it was a lot of learning. And I think we'll be much quicker going forward. But it was, a, <laughs> yeah, it was tough on season Did one. you guys so,
0: experiment with recording any of your own sound effects? Or was it all just stuff you
3: found? <clears throat> um, yeah, we would. So. Uh, Ariana, who 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 plays Lola in it, she would often like while doing her lines, if she had a sound effect that was happening, she would like make it on the same track. Like she she would be slapping herself or like lighting a lighter or whatever. And that was really helpful. Um, and then yeah, I would try to if something you you just is impossible to find. Most stuff is online, as you guys know. Everything's (laughs) online. But it's sometimes you just need something like so specific that it, you have to just kind of make it yourself, or like it, it something just doesn't sound yeah. sounds like from another world or, or out of character to have this sudden like Every, you know, everyone super specific, but yeah,
2: everyone needs a Hugh Jackman in the recording studio as he's like pretending to run in the studio while watching himself yeah. as Wolverine run through <laughs> the forest. <laughs> you need you need a couple of a couple of those in there.
3: Yeah, those are called e- efforts. Where you there just you have go. the person being like, ugh, ow, ugh. Yeah. so it always be because, and that's not really in the script, but that's the thing you find you need when you're trying to um, choreograph a fight scene with with just audio. You need to be like, I'm calling the actress back and being like, Hey, can you send me like five grunts?
2: Yeah, can you give me a, uh, <laughs> of like very intensity? And can you can re-record kinda, your ad libs? <laughs> yeah, I can I'm gonna I'm gonna there. I'm gonna give you a list of onomatopoeias and I need you to scream them into the microphone
3: yeah like we I had need some zams one thing where um i think in the second episode they're they're in the back of like a cart and they're supposed to be going over a bump and then falling down uh with their hands tied behind their back and it was just like impossible to get <laughs> um reyna and ariana to like to make the sound of going up in the air and falling down and, and like get it to sound the same was, good, like yeah. we, so we did like three zoom calls and like an insane like it was an insane <laughs> task to try to get like this such a specific little sound and then if you listen to the episode it it happens in 2 seconds and like it's not even like people yeah. don't even notice so
0: god it's so funny what's the point you, of doing anything yeah. <laughs> you obsess about like a 2 second piece of audio and then you realize like oh in the grand scheme of things when people are listening like although it may matter to you people don't really like notice yeah,
3: but but you know duncan the journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step got it. you got to
1: walk all those miles yeah, so yeah. you got a single you got to take a single uh, it's step. all about the perfection
3: mm-hmm.
0: no i'm with you i also loved the the subtle references to georgetown in it
2: yes
3: oh there was a hidden one for the jackson i think really um at the end of the second episode phil phil jameson is incredible comedian dude uh internet presence i guess you could find him on uh Twitter and stuff, but I, he would be, he's a great comedian. So I'd send him one moment. He's listing um, people he has in his playlist. And I sent him like 50 funny bands and funny musicians, made up musicians or whatever that he could (laughs) list off. And so I put a couple of my favorites at the end. And one of them was the uh, Los, hermanos brothers <laughs> oh shit yeah. oh my god i can't believe i <laughs> so, missed that well it's it's after the it's yeah. the end of episode two so it's like uh, the, after like if you're a true freak and you listen for i don't know who's doing this <laughs> but if you like listen to the whole theme song and all the credits and then after it's like at the end of every episode there's one little outtake uh and that that one is him listening but yeah the los hermanos oh,
2: brothers damn they, the i appreciate also. that <laughs> oh yeah i'm sure Neil would love that. Well, I was just recently talking about Mente and Los Hermanos Brothers. Um, our uh, mutual friend, I just started like playing um, guitar again with uh, He's from Dedham and we are bouncing around band names and, and all the Georgetown guys brought up Los Hermanos Brothers again. I'm like, I'm not digging that. Old hat, <coughs> no, dig, that old hat out of the closet no i can't bring it back
3: digging that old hat out of a closet is that a...
2: <laughs> that, <laughs> one, that, um, of that one i just came right up here that came right off the dome um <laughs> been a fucking long day what i'm not think? digging that old hat out of the closet that sounds it's that really good yeah. Yeah. yeah um but uh yeah no i appreciate that the uh the we're still on youtube go look us up the los Us oh, yeah. brothers from 2012
3: it's a great band i was always jealous that i uh like, well, I can't play an instrument. There's no reason I should be in that band, but I was like, I want to be in that
2: we band. Could have hung out. Yeah, it
3: could have been a roadie or something.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I, I wanted to ask who was, for you, maybe personally, was um, the funniest person to to work with from the cast? I know you, after just t- telling a that meal. you kind of were, were separated. <laughs> yeah, we're separated <laughs> from it all. But um, yeah. who were you well, working with? Were you like maybe giggling at some outtakes that they were like... Whatever I mean,
3: everyone in the cast, we I reached out to because I was like fans of them online. I thought they were so funny. So it was really cool to do table reads with everyone and like get people riffing on Zoom meetings and, and just like, I don't know. A lot of, there's a lot of improv from the cast that, that ended up in there. But um, I will say Kai White, who plays 352, he, <laughs> everyone, so in the first table read, we that was the biggest cast for the first episode we had the most like featured performers or whatever everyone is doing their thing no one really knows each other yet and everyone's doing like a normal voice like, you know they're playing themselves I, I like i'm just speaking now as i speak in the podcast i have the same kind mm-hmm. of voice and then kai i had asked him i was like he he's a great uh, performer and community member but he's someone i know personally and uh, i know that he does this like kind of weird voice sometimes when we were like hanging out and I was like can you kind of do that for the podcast and he's like yeah okay that's like why I, I cast him so all these strangers people he's never met everyone's doing completely normal voice and then his character comes in in the last I think like five minutes or something and he, he comes in with this like insane character voice like super cartoony and like he, if you listen to the show 352's voice is everyone else has a normal voice and 352 is the only one that's <laughs> like a cartoon yeah. ca- character voice yeah and it, like anytime he would do a table read it was so funny because everyone was just so like kind of normal and just reading the lines trying to get the pacing trying to like learn the, the story and stuff like that and he would come in full tilt doing this insane character voice in it that always <laughs> always cracked me up and it, like really um yeah so writing for him i would like that was really fun because i would always hear his voice in my head and yeah really funny and strange and he could make any line up any line funny that you could just give him any line. like, he, yeah, he's just super funny.
2: Love it.
3: Kai. Gotta give it to Kai for that
0: one. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That is a, a very specific skill, the ability to have a, a voice where you just whatever you say is funny. Yeah. You'd be I'm, like, I'm I would that. like, I'd like cheese on that. And it's your that's a funny
2: line. That the is funny. Right the
1: <laughs> <Man>. <laughs>
2: you want me to yeah. do my Gilbert Godfrey, Duncan? I can. that's Yeah. Makes you laugh. no. <laughs> I'm not doing Gilbert Godfrey again. Um, That's a good one. That's a good voice. It's not, it's not anything like Gilbert Godfrey, but. Um, I (laughs) I have a
3: kind of funny story about that. I, (laughs) I like, I tweeted this, but this um, happened to me once where I was at a bar and like these, these two girls were looking at me. This is back when I was in college and I was like, what? I think, Oh, I think maybe someone's interested in me. And I, I, I was like, "What's up?" And then the girl's like, "Oh, um, my, f- <laughs> it's like my, my friend um, thinks you look like the parrot from Aladdin." And I was like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, never, never mind."
2: <laughs> Just went back to my business. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Can you make that drink a double actually yeah it's
2: yeah. like go fuck yourself have a it's, great it's,
1: night it's the strangest thing here. you
2: just look exactly like the parrot from aladdin oh, okay do you know aladdin yes yeah. <laughs> and do you you're know like, like he- thinking do you know the parrot and you're like yes iago very well and you're like you look like him <laughs> <Yeah>. okay bye
3: <laughs> all right <laughs> i would like, rather yeah. look like him than sound like him i think though because- yes. very true
0: very true. That Godfrey um, voice is just. you. you a- <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Are you still the- <laughs> a All very right. lucrative voice acting career. See, there was another
2: thing about Gilbert. I don't know why he every every person's impression. They put their hand over their eye, and then they do the Gilbert Godfrey voice. He does, does he it. I don't know. He's not blind or anything. I he I think he may be like covering his head like a, oh my god, like can you believe these dumb people? Because that's all of his jokes, It's just like I was at the
1: grocery store. Yeah. And
2: then
3: he got he got canceled, wasn't he? Cancelled for a... He he got can he
0: used to be the Aflac duck and then he got canceled because yeah. he did a, a off-color joke about 9-11. Oh I
3: thought I thought it was the tsunami I'm, i I mean tsunami who victims. Hasn't?
2: Who hasn't? I think he had a couple of ones that they yeah. were like, mm. and he was like, I'm well, a comedian. What do you want me to do? Yeah, I know. He's old. and and But yeah, we did cast him. He was like my miscellaneous guy or something in that movie. <laughs> yeah, in we, our, we in we our cast comedy casted. draft. You're that was that. me. It was me. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah um, that's right. You did it. I did Bill Cosby, so we had to have <laughs> someone canceled in the, in the cast. Both
3: these movies sound like uh, box office poison, by the way, I
2: don't know it's going to percent. I think one of my plot points was Maya Rudolph would uh, like be with Glenn Howerton and they're like dating and then like she's like, oh, I can't believe my ex-boyfriend's here. And he's like, where? And he's looking around and she's just like, oh, he's over there. And the camera would pan to Chris Hemsworth. And <laughs> instead of it being like, oh my, like Glenn Howerton being like, oh, like, what's his name? He would be like, you dated Chris Hemsworth, and the entire rest of the movie, Chris Hemsworth would just play himself, and Maya Rudolph, a fictional character, would have huh. just, like, dated him randomly. Like, Hemsworth dated just a random person.
3: He has dated real people, which is crazy to think about. That, that yeah that's kind of why say, I like, thought it, yeah. It, in real life, they're like, oh, that, that is Matt. He's, he's some people's ex. Yeah.
2: Like, there's, like, a, a woman that works at Stop and Shop that's just, like, you know, back, like, in sophomore year of high school, me and Chris Hemsworth were... Yeah. Pretty hot and heavy
3: <laughs> uh, there's this comedian James a caster who in real life his girlfriend left him for Mr. Bean and, uh, you could have
2: said real anyone, no you could have said anyone and I was never gonna guess Mr. Bean <laughs>
3: and Mr. Bean is the r- Rowan said, yeah, it's the funniest person to be left for and he has this whole bit not to like steal his bit but this is his real yeah. life and I always I think about this a lot' it's, uh, mr. Bean like married his high school sweetheart and they were together for like 20 30 years or whatever and then he left his wife for this guy's girlfriend so he's like the only <laughs> the only person on in the planet whose girlfriend was stolen by Mr. Bean and that like <laughs> Mr.
2: Mr. Steal Your Bean
3: yeah that's a pretty unique thing but that you could think any celebrity they're, they're all they're all yeah. real you know and they're all stealing people's girlfriends all the time <laughs>
2: left so, and right
3: so I'm sure yeah. Chris Hemsworth that's uh
2: yeah so and then and then yeah, for somebody Co- watching your movie bill cosby was involved in it. i forget my my fifth person who was in there Dunk. i know it's on the instagram but like bill cosby is my rudolph's dad and he's probably also playing himself he's just like a creep yeah and she's just like oh that's my dad and going like, out you have any other illuminati interns questions mr jackson um Mm, well i did have one but you kind of answered it because i was um, i think me and duncan were talking about it probably on xbox or something but like when we both listened to it it kind of um at the beginning when i was like oh like this could have maybe joe wanted to turn this into like a play and then obviously covid and everything like (sighs) hindered you know Mm -hmm. some sort of like performance and then it was like because it's it's theatrical enough it, it overly theatrical to and it could have like been easily translated to like a play. So that was like my assumption. I was like, maybe he had something going on, and then I was like, you know what? He can turn it into a podcast.
3: Yeah, no, it, it was that in a, in a, but not. It wasn't a play. It was like a, supposed to be for TV. And I would yeah. still like to get it on TV. I think this is hmm. the 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 pod to TV pipeline is very um, rich, and like pe- people are always looking because what's what's valuable in TV and movies, and you see it all the time is is like IP. You know, so people always want something that exists already. So going into a pitch meeting and saying this is this mo- um, modestly successful podcast or whatever is stronger already than going in and being like, "Hey, here's a completely original idea." Yeah,
2: here's here's just like an idea that I have, and there's no yeah, exactly. <laughs> just gro- an there's no grounding to it. Yeah,
3: it's just like something that which is also a ridiculous thing job to be in. Um, writing tv or selling pitches or ideas or whatever it's just you going into a meeting and being like i just thought of this fucking thing yeah. like will you pay me to make it And they got, like you're just selling bullshit like,
2: i was driving down 95 and i thought of a great <laughs> a billboard and i thought of this yeah. idea no
0: yeah, i also the other interesting thing i heard recently was that like i guess i think that networks look for if you can bring an audience mm-hmm. with you to the network for that tv show then that's a huge plus because yeah. that's like why they give like true tv gives shows to comedians all the time because Mm -hmm. like they already have an audience that's gonna come and watch that show
3: oh yeah that's the trolling stone tv show is it's it's
2: right you know on the horizon 100 standing the entire time
3: yeah (laughs) (laughs) i love that i love that i love that i do like i want to talk a little bit about your podcast i mean i'm on it now but um i'm a fan of it and i like i really like um the it being like a Georgetown podcast, oh, yeah. I think like,
2: <laughs> yeah, we are made almost... for true. We are made for true TV. There's no <laughs> one else outside of you know, I, some odd people,
0: people that live in Georgetown.
3: I like that, how much you embrace it and that you bring in like people like me or just other people that you just like are friends with from town. And like, those are your guests. And it, I think it creates, it, you know, a lot of people listening to a podcast they want to have that sense of like, Oh, these are old friends talking about something and it's a good time or whatever. And I think you guys do a good job of that. Where we're like, like I was listening to the um, Billy Billy Keen episode. Mm. Great dude. And I was like, I, I feel like I could have easily known this known this guy. If a few things changed, yeah. you know, I, I got into Amherst and was like definitely considering going there. Um, just being around like mass still. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just like that like energy you guys bring of just all these like close pals. And I think you should lean in more to it and just be like total townies in georgetown and go back to go back to georgetown
2: and the funny thing the funny thing is duncan lives in nashville and i just moved two days ago three days ago to Haverhill um from melrose so it's like i'm i'm not we're 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 not i'm now closer to georgetown but it's yeah there's it that's all we have now is just like remember the time no i love that but i
3: think you should be like I was thinking it'd be interesting to go into Georgetown and interview, like go back to the high school and like find the most popular kid <laughs> and like interview him. That's like, what like. I'm
2: thinking. What's Georgetown been... high like
3: now? Cause this is what it was like when I was there. I want to, I want to get
2: some
0: teachers on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Teachers would be in interesting. Works. Yep um we yeah. you you may have heard just we, become a big whale. part of a georgetown mass parents facebook group there you I go think that might be i already one. am I
2: already it's am. a
3: parents on. yeah because we want all perspectives you know that's yeah. that's an important in a podcast I'm, thi- I'm
2: thinking our white whale is still miss viera um, okay we're still trying to get her she hasn't accepted the friend request yet nope oh yeah. We even made it. contact she yeah, no.
0: refuses to accept our facebook friend
2: request yeah. <laughs> it still says pending on mine um i'm thinking too I've, i had bounced around this idea it'll never work but like the like Mount Rushmore of Georgetown oddities, you know, like, uh, the, uh, um, hard walker. What, what did we call it? Swag, oh, swag walker. Swag walker. Swag <laughs> walker. Get my him dad, on the pod. Just like, I uh, just hanging the like, other day out the, out the, like the passenger door, like swag walker. Oh my God. My
0: dad texted me the other day and he was just all caps. He goes, he lives. I just saw swag walker in Haverhill. And I was like, "Thank God for the update."
3: <laughs> good. I'm, I'm glad me. he was. So he was inside probably during the COVID. He didn't want to. I think he was. Yeah, probably good to go. Yeah. I think maybe
0: he may not have even known that COVID existed. <laughs> yeah, he was out walking. He didn't get the news. <laughs> he was just... It's
3: like, what's up with the all other these guy. masks?
0: If we could find, uh, do you remember the guy that used to ride his bike like in a circle around Georgetown with his yeah, knees way
2: the, out at like <laughs> there's perpendicular a lot of, he, angles? <laughs> he, he had a lot of names. He would be up and down North Street all the time. Um, I'd rather not uh, repeat some of the names on air. Oh, but, is he shirtless? Uh, oh yeah, always. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and he uh, had kind of a big belly.
2: Yeah. From like October, from uh, maybe like March to October, no shirt on. Winter yep. months. He put he put a put a tank top, top you guys on, just just
3: brought an old hat out of my closet I'll, I'll <laughs> say, that, i hadn't thought about that in a long time and yeah. that and i can picture exactly who you're talking about that's yeah
2: yeah that i'm thinking wild. like like uh local uh, legends is a betty a, yeah betty drove the buses yep. up and yep. down north street for mm-hmm. for school she's the, the owen white hair. Ricker's
0: aunt owen rickers
3: aunt. <laughs> <laughs> i'm thinking truly, this because this kind of Every town has these, this their own versions of all these characters. I think so. It, there's something universal in this specificity okay. of it all. So I think it's not <laughs> like you're closing off, you know, doors for potential listeners by by hyper focusing in on Georgetown specific things. Like- I think people want that. though. like, then Georgetown will become a famous little town. Yeah. Who's, Who's the guy that, that worked that? at Richdale? It'll be like
1: Twin Peaks. Big, Big Al. Big, yep,
3: Al. Big, Big Al. Big Al. Big Al. If
0: we could get Big Al on the, oh my god, dude, there and would be not a single. Factory intelligible word of English spoken on that podcast. Not a dry eye in the crowd.
3: <laughs> Big Al's. <laughs> I love Big Al. Yeah, great guy.
2: Big Al. I, could have go- She passed, but the, the manager of Dunkin' Donuts that would scream obscenities at her own workers. <laughs> yeah. I think her name was like Dottie. I think she passed though.
0: Something like that,
2: yeah.
3: Dunkin' Donuts. I'm so thankful for that Dunkin' Donuts in town. I, that's one thing out here in LA we do not have um, as many few of. And,
0: few and yeah, far between.
3: They are few and far between. And uh, it's, it's, a damn shame because i mm. you know i like starbucks but i i think there's something about dunkin donuts for people from massachusetts or even like um east coast like maybe to expand it to be more inclusive it, it's like it has a real hold on our brains and hearts yeah. and like in a way <laughs> in a weird way like it's, it's yeah. i think maybe in la that people feel that way about in and out and something like that but dunkin donuts i, I like i um, i want i like to look at it I like to look at someone drinking that. I like to drink it myself. I like to There's,
2: I think there's an osmosis to it where you just absorb information. Because I can remember like my first time on my own, maybe like the permit driving, like you're 15 and like, I'm going to dunks, you hit a drive-through and it almost like spews out of your mouth. You're like medium, regular, one milk, one sugar. Like it just comes out and you're like, I didn't even know how to say that, but you're just, you exist- in a town, in, you know, the East coast that like all your, your parents, your aunts, your uncles, like that, you know, their order, they know each other's order. And it's just like, yeah, uh, and there was like the claim to fame, whereas I knew everyone in my family, even my aunt and my uncle, whenever they came over, I'd be like, I'm going to go get some coffee. I'll be right back. And I didn't have to ask them. I just know.
3: That's beautiful. That's beautiful. It, there's some it's, osmosis. It's, like, I don't me- have to,
2: you don't have to know what's on the menu. You're just like, yeah, it's coffee and bagels and ham and cheese sandwiches. For me now, yeah. not living in
0: New England, it's a very, like, it feels familiar and comfortable. It's one of yeah. those things where, like, if you're having a shitty day, you go get dunks. And it's like, my day is turned around now.
3: How's the dunks in Nashville? Are they around?
0: Few and far between. I'm, I'm in a it's similar boat. There's, like, a, mostly because we have a lot of college campuses down here. They're on campuses, but it's like, I don't live on campus. So it's True. like, I'm not going to go drive to a Vanderbilt campus.
3: <laughs> just They'll get let you on t- a Vanderbilt. Yeah, get a Vanderbilt yeah, t shirt and then
0: just yeah stroll in. Good to People go. We'll
3: think you're one of the uh, student body. Maybe. No, you, can, you can
0: get on campus. It's just like fighting my way on campus. It's like the traffic is insanity.
3: At uh, NYU, we had one of the only first uh, Chick fil A's um, in our dorm wow. in my dorm we've sensed yep. there's a lot more now but
0: um i am currently sitting here looking at a chick-fil-a that is how yeah. close it is
3: in, in new york there weren't that many i, I think i i think this is a true memory but i think we had like one of the only ones the first ones and then it's since sense really expanded but um back in like 2013 people would come into our dining hall all the time to get to to get at the chick-fil-a that we had in our <laughs> basement there's a lot of the weirdos coming in
2: all the time you can just feel the homophobia. That'd yeah, be, just see yeah. the Chick Fil A. Yeah. Oh yeah, no good. But that go I right mean, it. they put it in the breading. That chicken's damn good though. Yeah. Bad chicken mess you up. Um, Joe, what was the last movie that made you both laugh and cry? I thought you were well, gonna say and gag. <laughs> yeah, and gag if you would like. I've to never. Go. Duncan,
0: I love if that like review, the the review of the podcast. podcast
3: it made it. It made me laugh and gag. As if, like, sometimes I go to podcasts just to gag. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have my uh, gag podcast and my laugh podcast, but this one was
3: both laugh and cry. I, I don't know. That's it that's an extreme. I feel like I'm usually doing yeah. one or the other. Um, hmm. I was. I. I cried. I, I. keep crying at these like um, Olympic commercials, and if they're like a. If, if we watch like a a parent raised their kid to be um, a, a super athlete and they're the ones mm. driving them to practice every morning. I, that will make me cry. Yeah. Uh, there's a commercial on right now. It, it's for like, um, it's the, the, the kid is, is, is born from two deaf parents. And he's like the importance of uh, transcribe thing, this new video chat oh, that yeah, can yeah, like, yeah, transcribe yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that made me cry. That was, I think yesterday I was cr- crying watching that as a commercial. Um, laughing i'm laughing all the time baby (laughs) whatever (laughs) i don't know what the last funny movie
2: humping and Um, dumping laughing and laughing all the time
3: erica and erica's my girlfriend we've been watching um lost from beginning to end so we used to be watching a movie every night in quarantine but we're on season six now so for the past like two months it's just been lost which is neither very funny um or very sad Uh, i mean actually it's extremely sad it's 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 very but but not in a way that makes you
2: cry I think big picture when you like actually like step outside of the emerge and you're like, Jesus Christ, like this is heavy. But like yeah. when you're in it, I think it's intensity and you're just like, it's intense.
3: In. Well, it, the the it's the people on that show, they've had miserable lives. They never mm. are happy. They're, they go golfing on the Island one time. And I think it's the happiest anyone ever is in the entire show. They're, 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 they're suffering horribly. Yeah. It's a, it's a, um, a very intense show. I know everyone was, is dying for my lost, my take on lost in the year 2021, but. That's Whatever. I've never seen that's it. yeah. It's good. <laughs>
2: it's fine. That's, it's my younger brother's to, favorite show.
3: Yeah, it's. I mean, I, I I like it a lot. I think, especially I'm sure, when you're trying to get inspired, making like a mystery show. I, that's like the OG. Like hmm. keeping people on on uh, tenterhooks, you know, with twists and stuff like that. I was like, yeah. I'm sure I've spoken source.
0: of this on the show before, but I've been going back and watching The Blacklist, which is my like shitty crime television show. Season that's seven.
3: James Spader in his fedora, yes. the yes.
2: Lizard King. Yes, I oh, yeah. am a huge fan of James Spader. Huge fan of James Spader. I told you this before. I think you should watch Gotham, Duncan. Gotham's yeah. shitty crime drama with uh, the layer of like, uh oh, it's the Penguin and the Red. <laughs> but that, Batman is um is a little boy in that, right? Yeah, he's a kid. He's a teenager. Um, Does he
3: get involved week to week, or how often do we? Oh yeah, him?
2: he's he's like he's like uh, Nancy Drew out there. He's like I'm solving the mystery too. <laughs> Duncan's and a big Nancy Drew fan, isn't he? Yeah.
0: Huge, huge Nancy yeah. Drew fan. Mm. Yep. Yeah, it's Nancy no Drew.
2: Days. Nancy. If Nancy Drew wore all black and um, were actually a boy um, and put in Gotham true Nancy. It would be, it would be yeah, true Nancy. Um, it would be Gotham. Um, You're
0: describing my dream woman right there.
2: There you go. All in black.
0: Um, <laughs> First name, Drew. Joe, do you have any memories of us from growing up? This was something I was of interested the, of in. Of the two of you? Or no, the two of us.
3: Oh, oh. From <laughs> like me Having Rose. memories of the two of you would be. Because uh, I have be one
0: strange. very about- vivid memory, but I don't have much else. I've kind of just
3: <laughs> blanked out a lot of that. Well, I mean, we used to just play, like, as real little kids before you have, like, yeah. our own independent friend networks. You hang out with your neighborhood kids. And just, I remember just, like, playing on the street all the time um, with, like, Tyler Knapp. and um, yep. or, I don't know if we should be saying people's, like, with Tyler. And Michael Tasha um, Kenny yeah, Kenny Kenny um but yeah yeah Kenny <laughs> Kenny was, Kenny Kenny was, was a wild card Kenny was Kenny's someone scared. who I think
0: I would love to have on the podcast because it would just be such a that would be such a wild time
3: I I want to say I love Kenny and I think we had a great relationship as um you know teens in high school and middle school even but like as little kids Kenny Kenny scared the shit out of me <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: uh,
0: <okay. laughs> he I scares the shit it. out of me now in like uh, third or fourth grade, he used to just walk around and he used to just do this thing where he'd just go pop, yeah. yeah. And oh, yeah. I had no idea what that meant until like yeah, that, multiple years later, I figured it out. And I was like,
3: oh,
2: he's just DXing was, you up and down walls." Wall yeah, street.
3: <laughs> you don't want him to do any other wrestling moves on you. That's, <laughs> that's the best one you, you want. But My yeah, lo- most Kenny, vivid
2: but- memory
0: was we were in your backyard and you had some sort of like toy rifle thing and we were taking frozen <laughs> blueberries and putting them in there and shooting frozen blueberries.
3: That sounds super fun. Yeah. It was Did great you
0: time. have fun? Were you I had a great time? <laughs> Are you not entertained? Well, that would that be a, a that'd be a
2: five-star five-star play date. Shooting blueberries yeah. out of a rifle. That sounds
3: that sounds fun. I don't re- I don't remember owning anything like that, but I that <laughs> sounds like it would be fun to play with. So I'm not gonna um Gaslight you into saying that never happened. <laughs> I think it probably did. Uh, I, <laughs> I, yeah. Specific memories. Um, I don't know. I'm, I, I remember we used to throw these like Rager Fourth um, of July block parties. Yep. And uh, you were a staple at those. Yep.
0: Those are good times.
2: Eating your granola. and I and honestly shit.
0: forgot about those completely.
2: That's what I mean.
0: Like I've just blacked out that entire anything that happened like pre high school. High school is like a brownout. But before high school is a blackout.
3: <laughs> I, have a, I have a terrible memory, so it's, yeah. uh, it, it's a it's to my great shame. Honestly, I feel like you know I might as well have not lived the, the, those, <laughs> those, those time the, I, those, those years. I, don't I remember them.
2: Of, of probably maybe the earliest memory back uh, for me and you, Joseph, was you burned me two CDs. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> That's how they
1: like
2: can we edit that you just cut the podcast off right there, right at the burn? I mean, you Joe paused burned quite, me quite
3: dramatically. Uh, you burned CDs? me two
2: CDs, Hell and yeah. then I, me- I immediately went home and then put them on probably like my iPod shuffle or something. Um, Gambino's Camp and Watch the oh, Throne. God. I remember like it was like high school, and it, we like went over with like Neil and you were playing probably both of them. And I was like, oh shit. Like, and then you were just like, yeah, here. And you just quickly burned two CDs. And I took them home. Think I gave my dad's computer a virus, but who cares? I got <laughs> those two. out Cause I can remember. I never knew any of the title, like the song tracks <laughs> yeah. because they were just untitled one, two, three, four. Yeah. So I was just like, this is just childish Gambino camp in 12 Which, songs.
3: It's full circle. Cause his new album, also has no
2: yeah, yeah, uh, there you song go. title.
3: So you were like, Oh, this is, he's been doing this. Since I, I've Gambia's. been on that <laughs> shit.
2: I've been on that shit.
3: Yes, yeah. um, I think you yeah, burned
0: me an odd future tape. If I remember correctly,
3: I, I was early adopters of, of odd future and yeah. yeah. Childish Gambino. And I, I think they, they were pretty big in our town. I'd say I, I, yeah. Odd future. I really, yeah. I can remember doing that. I remember like burning, I would make a lot of CDs and yeah. Them you could have started a business. Carola. You could have just
0: been a bootlegger, but you were just giving them away for free.
3: We were kind of, I think, the last of the people um, people to do that. Probably, I don't think people are doing that anymore, and, and I don't think they did no. it probably two years after I burned mm-hmm. that CD. Oh yeah, no, uh, you, I we, did
0: yeah. do a couple mixtapes in college because my girlfriend at the time only had a CD player in her car. So I was like, mm-hmm. I'm fucking, I'm making CDs for us. I can't do it.
3: I'll tell you what, that's my dream job. I think is making playlist. I, I did get paid to do it one time and, and um, I, I wanted to make a career. Like I, it's a miracle that you could get paid. To, you could make like these. So I had a friend working on like a corporate event and they needed a playlist for something. And he he reached out to me because I do that bubby uh, radio thing. And uh, I just, yeah, like made like a corporate playlist for a whiskey brand. And it was the most fun thing ever. And it, you, you could make a career doing, that's the best job in the world, isn't it? Like making playlists for That's what I've,
0: I think I've said that multiple times on this very program. I would love like, or like like the person that picks songs that like, like sports games when they go to radio break, like mm. I just want to be that person.
3: It's all about curating. That's the yeah. dream job is to curate anything.
0: But you did I, bring up Bubby Radio, which yeah, is, I kind of didn't, entirely know what it was but i dug into it last night pretty heavily and i was like oh shit this is fucking awesome
3: that is truly talk about passion projects i mean illuminati interns at least luckily we have like people actually have been listening to it bubby Radio (laughs) i i am the only one who listens to it i think and the catchphrase of that show is it's the only show with more um with more guests than listeners so i'll have like friends come on and recommend music or whatever and then they never listen to it it's like ah. <laughs> <laughs> so ah, damn like i'll just put it online and no one ever listens to it but it's yeah. just yeah it's just a long playlist and with with um, it's it's not quite a podcast i don't think but it's uh it's just like a curated hour of music and if you it's like very you know,
0: similar to a radio show
3: yeah it's supposed yeah. to that's that's yeah. the fun of it it's the whole it's, idea it's, do you
0: record it as a radio show
3: i well no i just um open a garage band and like <laughs> so this is uh, i don't know if we're i didn't bring it up to, in order to talk about it but it's really just for me it's fun to do like um sorry i keep slamming my like wrist no. right. um keep doing it's it. just fun to just it's fun to do that i think making like these playlists and especially like mixing them taking it one step beyond just putting it in you know a spotify playlist or whatever it's like actually transitioning between the songs and then putting in fun little audio samples of other stuff or whatever it's mm-hmm. like it, it's that 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 specifically is my most fun, like, hobby is making those, um, and and forcing people to listen to them when I'm uh, in a long <laughs> the, car ride or something.
2: The word, also, the word, Bubby. I hope we aren't, um, you know, infringing on some sort of copyright that maybe you have. But me and Dunk have been calling each other Bub and Bubby for oh, years. No.
3: no, that's 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 for, Georgetown. Yeah, that for years from from high school, and then I think we yeah.
0: picked it back up when we moved in together in college. Mm. Yeah, mm. Bubby, what's up, Bubby? Like, what love you, Bubby's?
2: Bub. Love love you, Bubby.
0: Yeah, lo- yep. yeah. It's great. a great word.
2: I also don't <laughs> want to interrupt. Uh Duncan, me and you just got uh, tagged on an Instagram. Bo Burnham is releasing a new special very soon. So that is breaking news, news. on the tr- breaking news on the Stone podcast. Bo Burnham is coming out with a comedy special soon. He has That's like great. A, I thought he had retired. Yeah, he said he he was. I told you I've a, definitely, definitely moved on
0: this podcast, but he's gonna move the time I met too. him in um, the North Shore Mall <clears throat> on Christmas Eve.
3: Well, he—he he he's all I bet he could listen to this podcast and know a lot of what we're talking about because he's, oh, yeah. he's a local boy, done good. 100%. He, yeah. I, I think he's a true, uh, true genius. I'm excited for a, a, new, a new, I didn't know he had a new, I guess none of us knew until there you <laughs> two go. seconds ago. He said, but-
2: it's, it's all lowercase. Hi, I made a new special. It was filmed by me alone without a crew or an audience over the course of the past year. It's almost finished. Hope you like it. And then it just says Netflix coming soon. It's just going to be exactly his YouTube videos from when we were in it's, high school. It's legitimately <laughs> like him in his
0: bedroom,
3: but it's just the, dark, <laughs> the lights are off. And he got so it, probably a fucking
2: bag from Netflix for, for that. 100%. We love that. Him, him I've seen a bunch, like I've, I watched um, over like years, just like a ton of his interviews where he's like, there's one where he's like sitting in like a couch. Around a group of people, and he's talking with like Ray Romano, I know and exactly what you're talking, Gary about, yeah. Sa- Shandling. And I, all I these think other it's crazy a thing. Yeah, and he gets like so into like his uh, his um method and his process and like what he finds funny and everything. And it's like I I me and Duncan both listen to all those crazy comedy podcasts where it's like it's just two dudes were comedians at the time and they talk, but getting into and understanding how a comedian writes and what they find funny. Like, I think the me, me and you dunk, uh, I can speak for like, we truly enjoy that. Like understanding of like the process, the craft of it. Yeah. I'm a and big there's always of the so many different made kind of guy. Yeah. I want to it's know like exactly the, how it's made.
0: And then I also want to jam it down my throat.
2: The, the, uh, bad friends podcast, Bobby Lee and Andrew Santino, they are all improv like that like just this last one that was on monday they literally pretended to be on a gay date and that was 45 minutes of improv where they're yeah. like and then and then and then oh, oh no we haven't gotten to the we haven't gotten there yet and everything and then they're like well, and this place is called luigi's oh luigi's and then they're like and they well, only they sell- only serve
0: argentinian food
2: yeah they only serve argentinian but then there's that uh what's the fucking one i'm thinking of hey babe that's just like shoot the shit on the couch, but yeah. they're just too funny. Guys. Yeah. The craft of his, is the podcast. Those comedy podcasts are fat are fascinating. <clears throat> and even the life of a comedian, like doing gigs for fucking ever. Yeah. It's like, certainly
3: a, an art form in and... pots.
0: Um, I have a question. That's a little bit. I have a, just a couple questions that are kind of out of the, out of left field. Um, how was it inside the walls on the set of the circle? Was it drafty? <laughs> Was it loud?
3: You know, it would just it people yelling been, all the time. Yeah, it, it would have been, I think, very terrible to be to have that job. I mean, I I, I think abysmal. that the um, <laughs> the funny thing about that is that like when that's, that show is is great, and it's classic reality TV show. Where if you watch enough of any reality TV show you start to you talk about the craft or whatever the art to, to, to connect to what you guys were just talking about. Like you start to see the seams and then you start to see the format and the structure of how this thing's actually like produced, written and created. Um, and for the circle, it's like, that becomes so obvious when you think about this device that they're based this whole show around, which is that they, they have this supercomputer that is better at, than any other current service on offering it like speech to text, um, <laughs> rendering and that these people are all using it in real time to like communicate and that it even can recognize emojis or whatever and it like when you realize you're like okay that's clearly they're not actually speaking in real time to this computer to these other people it's just someone is like then going back and animating it like it really that whole show becomes like so strange and stilted but the conceit of being like okay how would they make that happen it's like you have a person typing <laughs> listening and typing in real time what the, the cast members are saying to each other and relaying the messages I was just a funny, like, image to me of a person having to, like, that's a classic intern job, you know? (laughs) Thank this intern job. I mean, to just listen and type messages on the circle. Great. Fun show. Good show. That was a
0: very funny video you made. Oh, thank you. That was very well done. Um, What was your favorite place you've been while traveling? And why was it Japan?
3: It it was Japan, for sure. Um, And it was because I was there with, like, just so many Close friends, and it was we had like it was a blast. And every day was about a 100 degrees. We we're there in the summer, and uh, it, it was incredible. Like, it was crazy. You'd walk in, like, why are there? Yeah, you always hear about it's so crowded or whatever, and it's like, why is there no one here? And it's because we were there in the hottest week you could possibly <laughs> be there, and we would go out, we'd have to go home like twice during the day to ch- just to change because our like I'm not really that sweaty of a person, but that would be like drenched in sweat just mm. like this humid heat and even with all that i still like that was the most fun it's just such a unique place and everything is so different beyond just the you know you go to europe and think you're like oh things are a little different here it's like it's it's really different and um mm. and, and it's, it's beautiful and cool and like the food is the best and i can't wait to go back
2: yeah japan was it was there a purpose for going to japan it was just like well let's go go to japan
3: yeah i uh quit my job and Was moving out to LA, so in the time between having an apartment here uh, and an apartment there, I I traveled like all around, and uh, that was so. Kai, my friend, lives in Singapore. My other friend, Analika, and so we're going down to Singapore to meet up with them, and then all together we went to uh, Japan and Thailand. It's like a group. It was just a great like a big like you know college just ended transitional time in everyone's lives like not like a last hurrah or whatever but kind of yeah. like that where we're like a celebrating
2: yeah let's um, take a sabbatical
3: yeah so they're they're, they're living in Singapore yeah and uh we're all kind of in different places now because I was leaving New York so there was a big like friend trip to like celebrate mm. that that uh, next chapter or whatever
0: yeah, everyone. I've I've always heard. I've heard many people say that Japan is is their favorite place to go. You gotta
1: That's
0: go. Their, yeah. So. As Duncan, soon as it uh, has been on
2: a uh, three year sabbatical from me. Um, yeah. <laughs> fucking being in Nashville. Leaving down here in the South, here.
3: How do you switch. like Nashville, dude? What I don't know anyone who lives in Nashville. Um, All of his it's, views it's have Taylor changed. I am completely conservative, real
0: hardcore conservative now. Um, uh oh. I voted. Hardcore Trump 2024. Um, I think okay, but you already pre-voted.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I sent <laughs> my mail in real early.
3: Um, hey, hey, no, I, I mean... have to say I hate that.
0: <laughs> no, um, I haven't changed a whole lot in terms of like views. I think I've become a little more moderate, not to get into like nitty-gritty, but it is like when you move especially to a place that's so opposite of what we grew up in it it is like you're like oh there are other people in the world who see things differently like it's not always productive to be so set in one viewpoint like you kind of have to learn to grow and be able to like talk through things with people and make friendships across it sure it's nice to be in a city. I mean, like, like I said, I can see there's a Chick Fil A, a McDonald's right here. Um, there's a bar, there's a billiards parlor underneath my apartment complex. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So, you doing any um, hustling? You playing? I mean, I'm pretty good at darts, but that's about it. I've I went Ooh. on a I got on a real phase of uh how you say alcoholism for a little bit. So sure. I'm trying to kind of put it down a little bit during pandemic. Uh, because I'm on be a three month really healthy,
3: no alcohol. Uh... Anti binge right now.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's kind of where I've been at. So I've been trying to get in shape, trying to trying to kind of turn things around a little bit, be more productive.
3: I'm with. I'm on the same journey, bro. I'm trying to get a six pack right now. That's my current. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm. We've been dieting. Do you know about Chloe Ting? No, bro. If you want to get your ass beat every day on YouTube, ab (laughs) workout. (laughs) Chloe Ting. Chloe Ting.
0: All right, I'll check it out. Two week shred hell yeah
3: i I, I, it's a like half an hour every morning of ab um intense ab workout i think it's mostly for women but i'm in i'm I'm, I'm in there getting get my abs cut and uh hey it's 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 gender is just a
1: construct
3: absolutely it is and these abs are real yeah there you go uh, they're coming they're they're, especially cutting out drinking and uh, just eating i mean it's all diet and and uh and then doing this abstract it's 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 i've seen some uh results i'm getting it there you go it's It's nice
0: (laughs) it's good i feel good when i do it
3: oh yeah so you get you're doing any meditation that's also key if you're trying to get your mental right
0: i haven't been doing a ton of meditation i feel like there are certain things in my life which i do it like subconsciously kind
3: of you bring a meditative state
0: yeah because like for like i work for amazon so i'm alone all day so it's just like, I'm just kind of in my own space working through things. And then when I'm at the gym, that's kind of like, I, I get in the
2: zone, you know? Love that. Yeah. Um, but too, I think I'm too Irish. Like- I bottle it all up. Too Irish. Yeah. Bottle it all up and then drink it away.
3: Hey, I was the same way. And then I came out to LA and got way more crunchy. And, and now I'm, I'm trying to meditate. I'm doing workouts and everything.
0: It's way, it's yeah. I do it. it's need different. to, I, I need to go uh, back to therapy. I think just uh, oh yeah, work some things out, you know, get in um, there. But uh I think Nashville's super interesting because it's very like there's this the downtown obviously is like Broadway, which everyone knows. And then there's like the music row, which is all of the fucking famous music studios and stuff like that. But the rest of it is very just like suburbany. There's a ton of traffic. It's a very sprawling city.
3: Same with LA, it's so spread out. Like it's nothing like I mean, New York, you're you're like on in top it. of each other. Yeah here it's you have to it's it's quite spread out so it doesn't really to me i mean just having lived in new york for so long like that to me is what like a city is and then at yeah. like la i'm like this feels closer to it's almost closer to being like in georgetown and that like if you want to go to the movie theater it's like a 15 minute drive or mm. whatever depending on where you live
0: there's also no public transportation here so it's like you have to have a
3: car or else yeah you're same fine. I, have a, mm. I have a fiat oh <laughs> nice. yeah dude are you gonna do
0: the? You're gonna do the Italian job? Is that what you're kind of yeah, working up I could, to?
3: Yeah, yeah. It it looks um, Ariana in the show calls it my little olive. It looks like that. It's in a little <laughs> Italian black, tiny Fiat. It's, it's terrifying to drive on the highway. It's it it's like you can feel. You can feel every a car passes you and you like you feel it. And, the, um, this
2: the gravitational pull of just another yeah. car <laughs> by, Oh by yeah. but it's, it's easy to park about an
3: 18 wheeler goes by you're yeah. just
0: fucking inside the back of the cab oh yeah
3: but it's easy to it's easy to park which is that was yeah. my huge thing moving out here cuz so i lived in new york for 6 years and i hadn't driven in that time so like i drove from age 16 to what 19 and then didn't drive for 6 years and then mm. moved to la and i had to buy a car and, and drive and like the first time I had driven, besides like being home for Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever, um, was at the car dealership where I it was like, he was like, okay, let's take it for a test drive. And I was like, oh yeah, no problem. We have to. I, I know <laughs> yeah. how to do this. And it was like, the guy, the guy was like sitting, like it was a full two adult men in the car and we're both were like shaking. Cause he was like, oh my God, this guy straight up does not know how to drive. And I was like driving so slow and I was like turning onto the main road. Like I was so scared. I had such an anxiety about it, which was crazy. And then choosing a car, I was like, I I don't know how to park anymore. I don't know how to parallel park And if Mm -hmm. I want to go anywhere out at night, I'm going to have to parallel park and people are going to see me doing it. And so I was like, I'm going to get the smallest little tiny car that I could park anywhere. And and then that was like legit behind my whole decision to, to get the Fiat. And now do I say I regret it? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> no, I like, I love that I, little car, but I, 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 it's just, it's easy, it's easy to park. I, you know, still to this day.
2: To Get around the parking. I think you always need to sit so you like that situation where you're out at night and you're like, Oh, am I going to pull up in front of like, you know, this nice, a nice restaurant with my girlfriend. And then it's all these people laughing at me. You got to always wear like a nice I'm thinking white suit sunglasses, no matter what time of the day you step out of that Fiat, you just poorly parked like Hollywood Joe. Yeah. and they're like oh throw okay, the keys okay. to someone yeah <laughs> <Just> <laughs> anyone any yeah vicinity. the dude sit, the dude sitting on around the curb begging for change yeah, yeah pull it around and then they're all like oh okay this guy's working with something like mm-hmm. i think you uh you can start throwing people for a loop where they don't question your driving ability they're like hey look at hollywood joe coming around
3: hollywood joe i love that yeah i mean i i'll stick with the fiat until it uh it breaks yeah. down which i know, think the fiat is month.
2: like a fiat's <laughs> kind of like a hollywood car too it is like like ooh like what is what is he on that we don't know about yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> benefit of the doubt to think that i'm, I'm on anything
3: besides being like what's the shortest car that's not like a smart car
2: i know um, you could pull it in head first into a parallel spot. parking parking spot <laughs> I could, I, you can park per- perpendicular to all the other cars i, I could
3: i seriously could i could. Yeah, I, you could park really anywhere and it, you could leave it on the sidewalk and people will think it's like one of the city's new initiatives, like the, the, one of the scooters <laughs> or whatever. They're it's like, oh, I, if I have an app, I could probably take that car.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you know who uh, else it's... had a, a Fiat, Jackson?
2: Miss Ryer? Wendy Fox. Who? From Roots. <laughs> oh! Our
0: manager at Roots. <laughs> our old manager.
2: Oh, uh, can, can I guess which color? It was like beige. It was cream. It was like a dark green. Uh, forest How was, was, was how
3: close. was she as a person She she's good horrible
0: horrible okay. she was very no fiat short pride i don't want yeah she had a bit of a
2: napoleon complex <clears throat> truly <laughs> she I, she yeah. was probably the size of napoleon yep. um i only got one more question joe go to mcdonald's order
3: you know i think like a lot i know of people you're cutting it out but... yeah I, I don't really have it that much but in, when i was a mcdonald's fiend in high school you know Driving around, um,
0: getting stoned, and just get, getting
3: McDonald's
1: <laughs> yeah, every yeah. single day. <laughs> it would
3: be I'd just get two McDoubles and a uh, you know small fry.
1: There you go.
3: Now I'm all about. I still love the fries, and I I love, but I'm I'm like McFlurries or an Oreo McFlurry. Like oh. I, I crush one of those. I love that. Like, I think there's nothing really quite like it. I think it's 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 something in between ice cream and
2: sex yes i know exactly what you're saying i know exactly what you're trying to say the
3: the tech it's like a soft serve i don't know but it's not quite a soft serve it's got some like stick to to it you can picture like Mm. taking a scoop of mcflurry out it's got like a pull and give to it that it's there you go
2: it's unique just like in the bedroom just like in the bedroom
3: um i I love oreo mcflurry that would if i had a you know a brand deal with mcdonald's like uh, jay balvin or Whatever I would Orium it would probably it would just be like an Oreo, just be an Oreo yeah. McFlurry, and like a be, bring your own sandwich, from home. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And,
2: and, and the Caesar salad that uh, you kept from last night. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. leftovers
3: from home and uh, McFlurry. It's a big like question mark thing. Mm. Uh, yeah, I love the Oreo McFlurry. That's a good question.
2: All right, do you guys want to get into the draft? This is something yeah. I'm. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm
3: excited. For. I'm excited about
2: this. I uh remembered I remembered around D block of uh this morning. Good. Um, I'm glad you did some prep. So your your I have I have um things, whether or not they're right (laughs) or not.
0: All right. So the way we usually do this is guest gets first overall pick. Snake draft, five picks each. Um Joe, would you like to start us off?
3: Yeah. So can, we, can you just go over quickly what we're what we're drafting just to. Yes, that's
0: probably a good idea. Um, <laughs> so we are going to be drafting our top five iconic movie prop weapons. So the idea for this was like you name a character and then it's like that character's weapon is immediately in mind or just like a very iconic Prop weapon. It doesn't necessarily have to be stuck to a character, I guess, but okay. that's kind of it's how like you, I thought about it in my brain.
2: Yeah, you think of that weapon, you're like, hey, that's that. That's the thing from that movie.
0: Like, I it. don't think anyone's gonna take this because this is kind of like a chalk pick. But Thor's hammer is like an example yeah. of something where it's like you say Thor, you think of the hammer.
3: That's great. Okay, I'm gonna the first pick. I think, um, and this has been on a lot of people's. Board's predicted number one pick, I think, is it's got to be Mace Windu's purple lightsaber. Yep. I, I mean, it's just you have an iconic franchise and then you have an iconic actor, and he's just like I, a lot of people know this story of him just being like, I want a like, unique lightsaber. And then it having to, George Lucas having to create some, some whole backstory of like oh, why he could that. have a purple one or whatever is just so funny. But the idea of Samuel Jackson being like, Yeah, I'll be in your movie. I want a purple lightsaber though. It's like <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, we actually don't have purple. And He's like, nah, it's got to be purple.
2: That's yeah. So cool. And there's the rumor that he engraved like "badass motherfucker" on the hilt, yeah. and he has that somewhere. Like, yeah.
3: Incredible. It's just it's. I mean, I, I was tempted to choose the Darth Maul lightsaber because I think that's also. That was on cool. my board. Yeah. You 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 can have. Oh, sorry. I shouldn't be saying. No, I mean, <laughs> no. I think that.
0: I think. Yeah, that's gonna be like. I I'm not gonna take another lightsaber. I think that's. <clears throat>
3: okay yeah so we'll, you know, we'll,
0: i think that's kind of off the board the yeah. purple,
3: it's the coolest thing and i i want to be remiss not to mention i think my fascination i like star wars as much as the next person i think it's incredible franchise Sorry, there's like a little fly in here um i love the old lightsaber toys where you'd like whip it and the lightsaber yeah. would shoot out in its plastic and that to me is way better than any Light up lightsaber you could have. I want the one that like extends and it makes that sound, and it's yeah, like, a, like I, the feeling <laughs> of oh, the feeling of that,
2: the weight behind it, yeah. Oh, and then it's even like whole, clicking like, it, ASMR clicking thing. it in. Oh yeah, yeah. I, it, it just yeah, you crazy. got you you click it in. Otherwise, it just start, keeps falling out. You got to click it in. Yeah, I, with thousands, thousands of those lightsabers in the Fritz household. Oh yeah, I had I had so I had a purple one and I loved that. Ooh, and the, that, I don't think in all of my Star Wars knowledge because I. I would say I have more knowledge than maybe the average person that, um, but I don't think there's been another Jedi in the cartoons or anything, or even in the comics that has brought out a purple lightsaber. Rightfully so. I think there's one in, here's where I get into my extended knowledge in <laughs> oh, legend, in legends, ahead. in legends, he loses his memory and then turns to the dark side and no, loses dark side loses his memory, comes to the light side, builds a purple lightsaber, and then regains his memory and turns back to being evil. And then he has a red lightsaber and a purple lightsaber. Okay, to represent the good and the evil. And uh, he's the only one I think that has a purple lightsaber. But he's not like, like I said, he's legends.
3: That was in your fanfic.
2: Yeah, I wrote that around two thousand eighteen. Erotic fanfic. Um, <laughs> It's on Audible if anyone wants yeah. to give it a listen. Uh, Jaxie, you want it or may? Uh I'll take it because I've been going last these yeah. these two times. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to pick um, the uh, the Bride's Katana, which does have a name, but, yep. but from Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2, yep. um, Uma Thurman, the Bride. Her Katana, it's like, I'm going to butcher something, but I believe it begins with an H. It could be like Hazamaki or something yep. like that. Um yep. So, but that, that's the, the Katana's iconic chops off the top of Lucy Lou's head. Is it Lucy Lou? Yeah. T- chops off the top of her head and there's that picture of her and Uma Thurman like, like chilling together. <laughs> it's just her fucking scalp gone. Yeah. And it's, it's like 2003, like prosthetics where her forehead is extended up another two inches to make room for the, the lopped off scalp. But those Kill Bill movies are incredible. That made me fall in love with, Going back and watching the old, like, samurai movies from, like, the 60s and stuff after watching Kill Bill a couple of
1: years oh, yeah. ago. Great pick.
2: That is a great
0: pick. That If, if I had gone two, that was going to be my two overall. Um, with my three overall, I am going to take the noisy cricket from Men in Black.
1: <clears throat>
0: yeah, bitch. I think that's a really, it's the really, really small pistol that just
2: blows everything up it's when uh will smith is like tommy Lee jones and will smith are like oh do i get a gun it's like their first mission goes yeah here you go and he literally goes like here you go and hands it to him and it blasts him back and everything and it's called the noisy cricket noisy cricket good i think we looked at this definitely looked at the same list here dunk yeah, so we
0: did, I really went into this. I got my dad in on this. I got Richard in on this. I had a lot of different sources. I was trying to think outside the box because I knew that specifically Jackson goes to lists, so I try to think <laughs> outside of those lists. The Katana was off the top of I mean, my head. I mean, that's like an Just obvious. like Lucy Luke. Yeah. <laughs> right, right off the top. <laughs> Nailed it.
1: <laughs> um, uh, you, my, get a, you get a
0: number. Yeah, number two. I think I'm going to take the 44
2: Magnum from Dirty Harry. The, that's Clint Eastwood, correct? Yes. Or no, Paul – no, yeah. Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Not Paul, Eastwood. Paul, no. Paul McCartney. Paul <laughs> McCartney. Paul I thought Newman. you were gonna say. No, I was going to say Paul, Paul yeah. Newman. Um, I'm trying to th- – I've seen Fistful of Dollars, and I've seen The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, but I don't think I've seen Dirty Harry. Have you, Dunk? uh maybe i don't know not a fan well this You're is you, you you you
3: talking to me punk
0: yeah yeah right? yeah no yeah 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 is yeah, that it is. yeah yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> or that's i haven't yeah. seen it but my dad used to. i say love say three guys i've never
3: what are movies you feel a lucky punk that's what he says yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. talking to me is de niro but the, the three people who have never have not seen different movie, talk, different movie with a gun reminds me of the only other podcast appearance I've ever done was in college. Um, my friend's friend had a podcast, and the concept was like one guy has seen a movie, one guy has not seen it, and then the third guy has only seen the the porn version of it, and you discuss the <laughs> you discuss the plot.
2: Oh my god, that's incredible!
3: And I, 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 he needed a last minute guest to be on to, to be to be on for this podcast, and I was like, that's fine, but I haven't seen the movie, and I. I haven't seen the porn version he's like that's fine you'll be the guy who hasn't seen it okay and we show up and my friend is supposed to be the guy who's seen the actual movie and the host is the one who's seen the porn version but my friend didn't watch the movie either so <laughs> there was just three guys talking about a movie that, none that of no us one had seen. seen and we had to fill an hour and i was so pissed because like he was <laughs> He made it seem like oh we got confused we don't know who was supposed to it was terrible the only
2: the only reference point for any sort of like plotting of the yeah movie it was the host is, was from the was porno. porn it's <laughs> so like and then they took down their pants and like but i couldn't tell if that was really in the movie or just no, the it, one i watched exactly
3: it was insane so the host was like yeah i guess the, in the in this happens in in the right porno. And, we're,
2: and we're like oh, okay like
1: i guess <laughs> right. I, don't, we,
3: I don't know anything about this right Terrible.
1: before
2: she got naked she started talking about something that may have been in the movie um yeah, so the podcast became
3: just one guy describing a porno to two other guys who didn't <laughs> want to be there there you go
2: um, my number 1 podcast yeah my number 2 i'm going to go with the holy hand grenade from monty oh. python and the uh the holy grail the holy hand grenade um it just was iconic on that, my big board that's uh that was one of those movies i think My dad always had it on DVD somewhere, and I think I watched it young, like 10, and just completely everything went over my head, but I knew in the back of, like, my ears were getting hot at certain points where I'm like, ooh, I shouldn't be watching this as a 10-year-old, and then it became, like, I think in middle school, probably, everyone was like, oh, Monty Python, like, that became, like, a thing Oh yeah, we all knew about, and I was, uh, like, I was ahead of the game, I was like, I already saw it, and I don't know anything that happened. I know the Holy Hand Grenade, the bunny, and... Uh, the 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 guy that says like the I will fart at you another time or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll fart I, fart time. I fart in your general direction. Fart in your general direction. He this goes is, uh, now. I was leave. Movie quotes. Yeah, and now <laughs> leave before I'll mock you another time. Hey. <laughs> I think that's what he says. No, before I mock accent. you another that was incredible. I think he was French. <laughs> that
0: was uh, the comedian that died uh, that used to do one-liners, Mitch Hedberg. You Mitch just Hedberg. did a Mitch Hedberg impression. That was a pretty Monji good Mitch
3: Hedberg impression. Yeah, that was good. Um, I, okay. I, if Lying I'm drowning, forever. hand me a
2: lime. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> what a king! Saved by the buoyancy of citrus. True legend, dude. That, uh, <laughs> one right, of the Joe, funniest
2: No, that's Sorry, fine. you got two.
3: <laughs> okay, I'm gonna take. Um, I, I'm, 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 I'm not on guns. I don't like guns really. It's just in, in real life, I think they're trouble. And then that kind of is recently for me extended into movies where I'm like, I'd rather, I'm just not into it. So I, I love the action movies. And my favorite thing about action movies, is choreography. I want a good like fight. And I think the, the legend of, um, at that is Jackie Chan. And I don't know, and there's this movie called First Strike. Mm-hmm. And in that, you might've just seen this clip where he fights a whole group of guys with like a ladder. Yeah. And it's the, one of the coolest Fights ever, I highly recommend it. He uses a table as well. it climbs up scaffolding, which is just you know classic, classic Jackie. But in this one, yeah, he uses a ladder in like in such a cool way that it's just so. It's,
2: Doesn't he? He like fits his body and dives through just a rung of the ladder, right? Yeah. To like he goes another guy
3: goes through it. He's spinning it around. He's like opening it and closing it on guys. He's climbing up it, jumping down, and like it's it's so cool. And I, I mean that's to me is like the coolest. Weapon is one that I think this will be a theme on my list. Maybe is weapons that are not really weapons, but just like it's good, good okay. choreo and good stuff So t- taking the ladder,
2: taking the ladder, Jackie good Chan pick. wielding it. Good pick.
3: <clears throat> and then I'm gonna go similarly. I don't know if you guys have seen the the, um, the movie Daredevil with uh, Ben Affleck.
2: Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> and
3: and, uh, and Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell, one of my favorite actors of all time. He's playing bullseye, bullseye. He's the, the villain who has got perfect aim and his power if you could call it that is that he's got perfect aim and he can throw anything with like lethal force so it's a great villain for like a blind hero by the way is someone who has perfect aim It's like the worst kind of matchup yeah he's like prepping with his buddy he's like oh who's this villain who do i gotta fight And he's like bad news he's, he's got perfect he's aim. ever he's <laughs> yeah. never gonna miss he's, he's never missed anything in his life and, and you're blind uh so, <laughs> And it, so Carl Farrell, Irish. Irish guy? Is he, is he Scottish or Irish? He could and he be Irish. And he's Hold on. Is he Scottish? Whatever. He's uh, Ireland. He's Irish. Irish.
2: He has uh, an accent. Irish. We know that.
3: Yeah. He's got a thick Irish accent. And so does Bullseye now. Because, like, why not? <laughs> so I love it. So he's, like, he's not doing an accent. Uh, and Bullseye anyway he kills and they're, people
2: b- they're both villains of new york city yeah and yeah, he's yeah, yeah. just like <laughs> from dublin
3: so, so he yeah yeah from dublin he could have been a darts legend just <laughs> on the darts circuit just crushing <laughs> slurping beers like winning tournaments every tournament ever so he kills people with all sorts of weapons he's an assassin naturally paperclip is a good one but the best one he uses is like a he's at the bar and he uses a peanut from like the bowl of peanuts and he yes, like, he, he like right. zoots it into a lady's throat and kills her <laughs> with the peanut so i take uh bullseye's peanut is my <laughs> number three pick
1: i just love the word suited right in oh, like
3: zoots it right into her throat kills her instantly. holy
2: shit <laughs> just like an old lady <laughs> great power dude perfect aim. you're we as soon as stop- you said the bowl of peanuts i was like oh my god i remember this scene yeah the trouble with bullseye
3: too is he he, anytime he he gets his hand on anything you're like don't throw that at me yeah he could kill you with that don't stop (laughs) yeah yeah pick something up you're like hey he's he's great perfect day holy shit i'd be in the nba but i don't know what you'd be doing (laughs)
2: um i'm gonna go uh i can't remember what it's called but it's the frisbee from the original Tron, that weapon yeah. was it's the, the I think they disc, called it the, the, yes, they called it the identity desk. Great pull, um Well, he was looking at the same list as me, oh, but okay. that was <laughs> Tron, that was Tron with uh, Daft Punk. I'm talking like the spoofy uh, Jeff Bridges Tron from it was the le- 80s. It was
3: legit a Frisbee that they were like, it was legit some, a Frisbee. Put some light up tape on that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> some glow in the dark tape, some reflective tape um, that you would wear like, you know, jogging uh yeah that one and it's slow moving and you can see it's like a a picture and it's just like they're just like push (laughs) pushing the picture across the screen um to let it go but the tron identity disc the, the frisbee from og tron is pretty good i just also feel like that there's other weapons like that that are like true weapons in some sort of you know east asian culture that are basically just discs that are sharp that you throw at people. Um, I enjoy those. Effective. I enjoy some that you can like, you got it, you hold on to it, you throw it, you get it back. I like that. Are you familiar with Xena, the warrior princess? Yes. She's got that. Is it a full blade or is it like a half it's blade? A, isn't it a disc? I think I'm not, I'm now I'm getting other things confused. Maybe I'm also thinking of Conan the barbarian.
3: She would throw it. And uh, yeah, I won't say any more weapons. I don't want to post any. If you guys have more discs on your, um... In your list, discs oh, on
2: your list.
0: Jackson has a very disc-heavy list. Yeah, yeah, I have about I have about top four five discs. More. Would have been a great. <laughs> I, have,
2: I have about four more discs. I won't get into them. They'll be honorable mentions. Carl Urban is in this. What? Oh, uh-huh. Carl Ur- Urban. <laughs> I, <laughs> I thought is he was in you your know? weapons list. He is. His looks can kill.
1: Um, one one of my dad's a...
0: suggestions. Uh, right. for a weapon was just mad max as a whole and i was like yeah. fair enough i'm not gonna yeah, take that but
2: um so sorry tron go ahead dunk you're you're next to all
0: right so my number <clears throat> three is gonna be hellboy's revolver the good samaritan that's, that's just a good name it's just it's one of my favorite movies i love okay. hell like the whole hellboy trope that like he doesn't really need a revolver but he has one. Perfect and it's casting too. massive.
3: Perlman. Yes. Think. Did you see the new one?
0: Uh, the most, re- I have not seen the most recent one. It's, now.
3: Uh, I haven't seen it either. But um, I heard it's bad.
0: You yeah. guys want to talk about it? You want to break down the plot?
2: Yeah, let's all three talk about it. I have seen one version yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That> <laughs> something was, was big. Something was red. Um, yeah, yeah. He did some things with his fist that I did not see coming. Yeah. Um, Duncan, do, like, does he have any other powers? or is he just red
0: (laughs) i mean he's like massive and his it's basically just like his arm is indestructible
2: do you know who's in those over i have seen them they're always playing on probably tnt or something you know who uh uh, joe's reminding me of the man posted behind him do you know who's in the original hellboy is i didn't know this niles crane not 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 lindsey graham or whatever, Kelsey Graham. Kelsey, Kelsey Grimm. Grimm.
1: <laughs> <Lindsay Grimm>. Graham. Lindsey
2: <laughs> Graham. I don't think Lindsey Graham's in it either. Yeah, I don't it's think so. But it's not. Uh, I can't. Really, I don't know the guy's name. But it's Niles Crane. It's Fraser's brother. Um, is the Fish Man in Hellboy? Or at least his voice is. Yeah, D- David Hyde Pierce. David Hyde Pierce. There you go. Legend. He's a great Very,
0: actor. very good movies. I enjoyed them thoroughly. I think right, you're the number- same. It's it's uh, the same director as uh. That fish movie that won the Oscar. Guillermo del
2: Toro. Toro. He likes fish people, I guess. Shape of Water, (laughs) Um, like? Do you like Shape of Water or do you not like it? I think it's atrocious.
3: I think it's an (laughs) insulting movie. I think it's... I would be in the... Hot take alert. No, this is an old movie. But in the movie, they want to kill the fish man, right? Mm -hmm. And you're supposed to... As they should you're supposed to sympathize with him i would be in the town of people with the pitchfork being like we need to kill this guy he's <laughs> um he's a legit monster he kills the cat and he's and then the lady is like sleeping with him and he's a yeah. he's a creature of a lagoon he's a monster he's yeah. he's a, he's a killer monster and it, and it's not sexy and it's bad and that movie won best picture and it's yeah, fucking it's terrible. I hate that. I think
0: it's also just the exact same fish man from Hellboy. They he look the same. They're yeah. identical.
3: It's a spinoff, yeah.
2: And it's well, David Pierce nice.
3: was yeah in the shape of water and he had and they would have liked it
2: that you would have liked I would have liked more. it because it would've been funny, but
3: it, it would have been funny. <laughs> shape of water is not funny, it's like a drama movie about a fish man yeah, some art Oh house. I hate it it's gross it's disgusting and the fish <laughs> man should
2: die <laughs> All right. it's like the, this my... is that this is an episode of seinfeld with the pig man in the hospital we got to get yeah. the pig man out of the hospital
3: <laughs> pig man pig man that's enough uh, the too. uh
0: yes um my number four pick is the girl with the machine gun leg from planet terror
3: Oh okay great pick
0: Yeah, she just doesn't, like, it is just, she doesn't have a leg, and for a while it's a table leg, and then they toss a machine gun on there, and she just posts up, and she's
2: like, the most, maybe the most unrealistic movie prop. Oh my god, this is a deep-seated memory that I don't like looking at this. (laughs) (laughs) This is, how bad must this movie have been?
3: It's a grindhouse movie, it's supposed to, it's got that, it's supposed
2: Uh... to kind of be bad.
3: Where it's she's like got
2: can't beat, you know. She's got the Call of Duty fully loaded perk on. Yeah. She's got everything on that gun. She's got a <laughs> rocket launcher. Is there a
3: scope on it? Is
2: a there? I, there pot- potentially could yeah. be a scope. She's looking down your leg. Oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's good. And there's pictures of real amputee women pretending <laughs> to have guns on it. This is bad. I don't like that. I'll tell I you. I don't like this on my computer.
3: Do you know the King Kingsman movies? Did you see yes. the, the the lady with mm-hmm. the sword legs in that? That's scary. And the yeah, second I one, don't, I think. I don't like. she two. I don't remember if I watched
0: the second. She
2: runs on the swords, mm. and she. That's kind of gnarly. Really. Yeah, it's mm. gnarly. Um, gnarly. my <laughs> number four. Have I done four? Yes. So this is my number four. I'm going um, with the atomic bomb from Dr. Strangelove. Oh, that you could ride. Yeah, that just, just for the scene of the guy like riding on it. And like, yeah. I forget what he says, but I watched that uh, movie in a college course. That was the only and first time I've ever seen Dr. Strangelove. And um, it was to then write a thesis, a 26-page paper on the effects of the atomic bomb on the world. And we began the first day of class watching like I've never experienced the class where it's like, welcome to this, you know, college course. Let's watch Dr. Strange Love. Let's watch a movie right now. And then you'll write a paper over this half year.
3: That was my entire college career was watching TV and movies and and talking about it and, and then yeah. making up your own version of was the breeze. Yeah, it was a, breeze. Yeah. Did you it was a class.
2: class? It was a history course, and and yeah, and I did enjoy it because I was able to like again, like I wrote like a thirty-five page, I wrote it like a true dissertation, um, on the atomic bomb. But to start off a class with like, the first two classes were like, we're gonna spend the next two and a half hours watching Doctor Strange Love. Like I don't, I didn't, I don't even know the guy's name. That the professor, like like you haven't you haven't introduced yourself yet, and yet here's Doctor Strange Love.
3: How do you start each year as a teacher? You want to ease the kids into it, right? You throw on a movie yeah shape of water
2: (laughs) i stand the entire time Um, you're like i want to get a read on these kids do they do they like the fish man or against them it's just the first thing is just guillermo and then i yeah now what do you think about hellboy and then I yeah like... i do have
0: to say uh, one of my favorite classes i took in college was it was uh politics through film and it was just we watched a bunch of different movies and then broke down like how it related to politics of the time it was released and nowadays and it's like why don't more classes do that i think like, people we need so to have a better centric. understanding
3: about films as propaganda too i think people like 100 good to educate yeah. your um yeah. people about like how the entertainment we're consuming is not all just like uh
1: on the Definitely. up and
2: up it's it's usually one class out of like my box. like i have like four classes i teach a day and we'll it's middle school so we'll watch you know like we, i teach social studies so it's like oh we're in china and we're gonna watch mulan we're in um uh we were just doing south like pacific islands and we're gonna watch moana we're gonna watch hercules soon because we're doing greek and it'll be like one class where i'm usually like hey did you know that like uh the reason they made this movie or like they did it wrong on purpose because Walt Disney's a racist <laughs> and then I got 13 <laughs> year olds being like I don't know what you're saying dude like I'll know? be like Walt you know you know in Mulan Mulan they have all this imagery but and it's set in China but that's actually a Japanese culture pinpoint
3: this is good like, you should be teaching these kids
2: yeah.
3: it's good I like that support uh,
2: have you
0: taught them Operation Paperclip yet?
3: Not yet.
0: Yeah,
2: maybe I definitely maybe. get into that. I think that's something they need to learn yeah, how to I'm, chew. I want to leave them on a cliffhanger right before the first, the end of school. <laughs> so I'll just, I'll, I'll Disney give them half of Operation. Nazis. Goodbye, guys. <laughs> I'll give them half of Paperclip, and then I'll just send them off to eighth grade.
3: And they're like, I'll ask their 8th grade teacher about it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like we want then, to know what happened. And, and then I get fired next year. <laughs> I get the whole summer it, to hang out, though.
3: Hell yeah. Perfect. Uh, is it my, is my pick? Yeah, you, is got, got, your, sorry, you, got, your you got your last two. two. Yeah. Oh, last two. Okay. All right. I'm going to go with... Um, you guys seen the Jackass movie? Yes. Do you know that giant hand? Yes. That (laughs) is one
0: of my (laughs) all-time favorites. They slap
3: people with, and it's got like some sort of powder on it that it's just great. I'd go with that. Um, It's more of a trap, I guess, than a weapon, but I think he, he, it hurts.
2: It hurts someone, man. I mean, it, that's it, that's it what it does. Damage. I think truly, like that did like break someone's like ribs. Like they did it like hard enough, and on like the the someone who was like least expecting it. And I think it broke well, their ribs. Yeah, they got well, you walking, holding anything. That's gonna yeah. hit you. They the, got it.
0: Bam Margera, and I'm pretty sure he had a tray of like tomato soup,
2: and <laughs> <laughs> it was just. Oh. Last time he
3: brings in tomato soup for everyone <laughs> in the office. I,
2: bet. I know. Bam Margera and tomato soup was not a match. I would think. Bam was the happening. biggest villain of Jackass. He was well, just someone so set him up. Whiny. Like here, take
3: this tomato soup and into yeah. there. Yeah. And it's like okay. <laughs> but I
0: guess he's now like suing Jackass or something because he's he was like yeah Jeff Tremaine and Johnny Knoxville tortured
2: me
3: that
0: whole
2: time absolutely
3: they were torturing each 100%. other 100 that, a- that was the and then, point you made and then then so
2: much money <laughs> didn't bam torture his like uncle into having like a heart attack or something <laughs> yes. like oh yeah didn't he kill the his shit?
0: uncle he had his spinoff show and it was just him torturing his parents and his uncle
2: yeah torture there you go torture. put torture. them in an Who early grave
0: bam so overweight they they could have been on thousand pound sisters like it was embarrassing
3: uh, i got my last pick here. Yeah. yes have you guys seen the Super Mario Brothers movie? It's from 1993,
2: with John Baba. Leguizamo.
3: Yes, <laughs> it's sick. It's so good. It's from this kind of golden age of movies where, like, video game adaptations or whatever. Where it's it's not. It's very loosely Mario. It's as if a little like the producers or the people making the movie had 10 seconds to like listen to a five-year-old talk about Mario, and then they're like, all right, that's all the information we have to make stop the Mario right, movie. Stop right there, kid, we got it. <laughs> and they just expanded on that. So it's, it's, it takes place in, a par- there's a parallel New York where people um, have evolved from dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're kind of like lizardy, you know? And uh, their leader is uh, Dennis Hopper, who plays Bowser in that yeah. movie. And uh, he has a weapon that devolves people. It's like a devolve ray gun. And if you you know aim it at someone or whatever and they'll turn into a little lizard head guy, mm-hmm. they evolve from lizards. And if you aim it at a human, they turn into a little monkey kind of guy. And that's how they explain Goombas in this movie is that like the Goomba, so anyone listening at home, Google Super Mario Bros movie. Oh yeah. 9 93 Goomba and it's the funniest image you'll ever see. It's like a huge guy it, with a tiny and he's lizard like, head.
2: Yeah, he's like a lizard even though he's yeah. a Goomba even though, yeah yeah.
3: Yeah. And that's so this the weapon is a, the Devolve Ray and I would I would use that. I think on my enemies and turn them into little monkeys or whatever. Uh the, I think that's a very funny weapon. The, it's I like rays that you know, they're not guns or whatever, but they'll turn they like science rays that a super villain would think of, you know devolve
2: ray is great i find that like the market like the the movie posters for this it's so not mario but i do love it it's like black and blue was like the color scheme for some of these movie posters and there's like shining lights and that's just so mm-hmm. not like what mario is now but i really lo- I, I like it
3: well as a, like a middle finger i think to the to the fans or something that just to be to like really keep you watching they they wear mario wears green and luigi wears red for like a big part of the movie until finally to get into their like outfits they switch outfits and you're like ah oh, finally it's really satisfactory to watch them yeah the proper colors but it's it that kind of stuff like it's you got to watch it i it's a highly i'd yeah. highly recommend i think it's one They're, of the funnest movies it's like it's so it's so unique and, yeah and, and good
2: and, and i forgot that i just looked at the picture that dennis hopper has like this like Blonde white hair that goes in like strips, like yeah. spikes down his head. There's and, a lot of
1: mm-hmm,
3: a lot yeah. of that, a lot of great costuming. There's a lot of like goo and slime in the movie. Yeah, it's it's Is fun. It it's Ant a good time. <laughs> was Ant Man involved? Was
2: yeah, his was goo, goo just all over the place. Oh, uh, Fisher Stevens was in this, and he's you see, you've seen him everywhere. He's got like a huge, bulbous head. And I don't know who he plays in this. He's, uh, he's if anyone knows, uh, he was one of Phoebe's boyfriends on Friends. Yeah, he was just he in like Lost. Long flowing hair.
3: He was in the last season of Lost, I just watched. Oh, really? Oh, there you go. Full circle. Huge head. He, Huge head. He has,
2: it, I think it's more or less his neck is really thin. He's got a pencil neck.
3: Yeah. yeah. But big bobblehead energy on that oh, cool. Yeah. That's a <laughs> cool
2: name. Bring it back. Fisher, cool name. Fisher Stevens neck. This is a Google search right now. I, I auto auto filled for me. Wow, what a thin, what a thin neck. Jeebris. My weapon is Fisher Stevens neck. Neck, yeah. <laughs> it's like a whip. Um, my last one. Um, I'm. i Duncan took mine. Um, with the the noisy cricket, and I didn't want to copy Joe what you had said, but. I it'll be my, my honorable mentions but i think i'm going to go with um a classic han solo's oh gun blaster the blaster oh, yeah. it is the dl44 i do remember that off the off the noggin even though it was on some of the lists that's got DL- of fun it doesn't it yeah yep. it's got like this little side thing and it's like uh and i love to also the more you look at it, if like there's cause there's like images of it, you can just find like the whole gun. The more you look at like the original prop, the more you're like, Oh, that's right. They made everything for like the original Star Wars out of like garage garbage butts. Yeah. The yeah.
1: more well, you look it, at it. It like, was that's...
2: a real gun. And they just put yeah. a bunch of
0: stuff on it to make it stuff look on. like it's not something you the, would use on the planet Earth ever.
2: The muzzle of the barrel looks like, you know, like the, the food stopper that's in my sink right now. And it's like this big silver, like wide circular thing. And then on the on the side is like a scope, but it looks like, you know, a travel toothbrush case glued <laughs> to the side. And like the handles like made out of like felt and stuff. Just an, like an all truly iconic, like gun. I, I'm, uh, look, I'm looking there. at it now. I pulled up a piece and it, it looks
3: like, more old like it's supposed to look sci-fi but it it looks more like a precursor to a gun it looks like something that would exist before they figured out how to make guns properly yeah
2: it was uh, like a failed nazi experiment gun uh,
0: (laughs) this works really well for certain things but not for other things not for what we wanted it to do
2: it's all it's an all-time and like he's he's got it like so much in that movie and he pulls it out it's like if it were in another character's hands, like I think it goes in Ray's hand in like the later films, and it's like, no, that's fucking Han Solo's gun. Like, get that shit out of here. Um, damn, I may buy one on Amazon right now. I may make one <laughs> out of the Legos later. God,
1: I love. All that. right, I'm gonna take
0: oh. my the final pick of the draft, Mister Irrelevant. Um, this is something I'm surprised didn't go. I would say this is almost as iconic as anything else on this list. Odd Jobs hat in oh, yeah. the James Bond movies.
2: That goes along with my... Di- I like my dad. But you think that's more iconic than de-
3: uh, Dead Eyes... De- bullseye's Peanut? <laughs> Peanut? <laughs> one of the most iconic weapons ever. It.
0: Yeah, but I mean, that's... I mean, I remember especially, like, playing GoldenEye on, like, PS2 back in the day, and you just fucking throw Odd Jobs hat all the yes. time. And then you have to run and chase it.
3: As a kid, too, it's scary, because then anytime you you see someone in a hat and you're like, oh, that guy's like armed. You're
0: like, yeah. yeah, It's like go. when Bullseye picks up an object. You're like, yeah. I'm on alert. I'm yeah. on high
2: alert. Um, <laughs> a little bit uh, like I think of Peaky Blinders too. That could have been like when they got the razor blades in their hats and everything. Yeah. Um, I would love to, because I think that's what they actually did back then in 1920s England when you had like your Kangol hat. Um, and you would put razor blades in <laughs> yeah, those cankle hats, right? Um, Kangle hats and you put your razor yeah, blades yeah. in it. And then I'm assuming James Bond's like, not stole the idea, but like, we got inspiration of like, we're going to hide a blade in this guy's brim of his hat and everything. Um, finding the history. That's nuts. I'd like odd job. Odd job was a Good cheat pick. in that game too. Yeah. Absolute cheat. Do you have one more? Or that was it, right? No, that was it. <clears throat> that was it. Honorable mentions. Um, Honorable mentions. I'll go quickly. I had the noisy cricket too. I had, um, I recently just watched all the Daniel Craig, James Bonds, his, uh, gun. He gets inspector, I think, or the one before that, where he it's, it only works on him. It's like, it's, inside he hand. gets it in skyfall.
1: Skyfall. It's, it's got it's, his,
2: his, his
0: handprint on it.
2: Yeah, he just grabs it and it'll automatically unlock and it comes into play when yeah. he falls into a pit of Komodo dragons with another yes. man. and yes. he, The man picks up his gun and it clicks and it fires and then he, like, cartoon drops it to get dragon, like, drug pulled away by yeah. a Komodo dragon. dragon. drug. Also, but then he, they, does, he doesn't pick he it back
0: up. No, he just doesn't get the gun back.
2: Yeah. He just um, escapes the yeah. killer Komodo dragons. Yeah. And Q Q even said he goes, "Don't lose this." Um, and yeah. then one one that I wanted to uh, I was gonna say, but then uh, Joe took the ladder on um, the Jackie Chan ladder. I just wrote down anything in Rush Hour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like Chan anything. Can, he can beat rounds with any. any yeah, options. he's very a la bullseye. Hand. Yeah, very a oh, la yeah. bullseye. Oh yeah, that'd be a good Chan matchup. Is, trash cans (laughs) like isn't there a part where like jackie chan is like running on a rooftop and then like finds his way onto stilts and he's kicking people with stilts
3: and shit jackie chan is the is the coolest actor ever i'm a huge chan stan and i I think he's the best there's a movie i can't remember the name of the movie but he jumps jumps skydives and lands on a hot air balloon and he did it he really did it in real life he Grab- it like a 180 days around the world maybe no no that? that's you would you would think it would be that one but it's actually it's an earlier like <laughs> it's an earlier one where he skydives and like they filmed it for real where he jumps wow. onto the hot air balloon and grabs it i'll send you guys the clip it's he and like he's the og tom cruise in terms of like doing your own stunts and those movies they're just movies they are just like the plot is like a series of like jackie chan it's like okay how am i going to get myself into these situations to like do these cool stunts i've thought up which is like such I know, a great like
2: genre of movie doesn't he he definitely i would assume plays a huge part in stunt choreography for all of his movies to be like mm-hmm. i can and cannot do this and like let's push the yeah. limit let me let's jump onto a hot air balloon let me see if i can fit my body through a rung of a ladder go a, lot, a lot of his like
3: his early work it's it's him directing and and writing and, and starring and do, like doing all that he has a stunt team yeah. that and everything like he, he's the if you ever like are looking for movies to watch, like go back to his back catalog. Just like, oh my god, the best, best, best movies. He's so fun to watch.
0: Um, good pick. I had for honorable mentions Gimli's axe from Lord of the Rings.
3: Oh yeah, and my axe. Um,
0: the Green Power Rangers flute sword.
3: That's a good pick.
0: Um, I want to. I, had-
3: I want to say Jason Bourne's pen, in and um, the. Uh, ultimatum, I think it is.
0: There was also the one Jackson originally said when we came up with this was John Wick's pencil, when he just oh, yeah. murders the fuck out of those people. It's um, got to be in- Jason
3: Bourne does that first, dude. In Bourne Identity. Yeah. 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 Oh my! I was I just incredible rewatched that scene because I was thinking about this podcast and I have this vivid memory of him using a book to fight someone, but that was in a different one. I found the pen fight. He. Guy comes crashing in through a window with an Uzi. Spraying. <laughs> spraying spraying it. Doesn't hit Born or his girlfriend who are both standing right nope. in front of the window. Jason Born's like, oh shit. <laughs> like disarms him. The guy pulls out a knife. Born pulls out a pen. They go at it. And he just pokes him. Like 15 times with the he, he's doing all those, you know, blocks and moves and spins, and he keeps every time he lands a hit, he's like poking him with the pen. And the, the guy when he stumbles back he's got like 15 little pen holes all over him brutal brutal little attack but you know that's he's the original uh pen the pen is truly mightier than the, the sword. sword and that and that's yeah the, the knife or the uzi whatever that's a great that's a great pick there's also a <laughs> movie the pen is mightier than the uzi is yeah. uh might be the a, title
1: of this episode <laughs> no i don't know there's a,
3: there's a movie called um killer joe with matthew mcconaughey it's directed About by, you? yeah, it's, a, it's directed by William Friedkin, who did The Exorcist. It's a fucking great movie, classic like you know, low budget B movie. We're just, just <laughs> spoil it maybe, so if you could skip a fifteen seconds or thirty seconds, if you if you want to watch Killer Joe. But in the end, he kills uh, Emile Hirsch's character with a can of pumpkin soup, and he just like it's a just iconic scene. where He's bashing his head in. And his whole family's like turning on <laughs> Emil Hirsch at the, the climax of the movie. So he's got the pumpkin soup and he's like hitting it on his head, like wham, wham, wham. And then the guy's mom sneaks in with a bottle, like breaks a bottle on the guy's head in between pumpkin soup. So it's like wham, 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 crash, wham, wham. You're getting it from, from all angles. But that, uh, yeah, brutal movie, Killer Joe. I'd highly recommend it if you, you know, and uh, go back and if you skip to this part and you skip me spoiling it, please go watch it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, the only other two I have is Indiana Jones whip and Stormbreaker too. from Thor. I think that you get to see the creation of Stormbreaker. Oh yeah! In in the movies, is I think it makes it a, a way better weapon
3: <clears throat> than picks. just Mjolnir. And a great category. Yeah, it's things. fun to. Uh, it was fun a- thinking about this.
0: I, I wanted to we we try to as we've gone through this we've tried to get uh more top fives that are more in our guests wheelhouse we kind of try to do it a little bit and I was like I think Joe is gonna appreciate this one
3: yeah so. I mean I anytime I can talk about Colin Farrell <laughs> it's like crazy performances I'm happy to do it he's uh, he,
0: Zoom he's, in
1: peanuts oh my Zoom God peanuts
3: yeah <laughs> he's so good he's the he's such a good actor and uh, he's He's in the um, Miami Miami Vice movie. Have you guys seen that?
2: No, not, so. not the, no.
3: Um, it's great. It, it, um, Michael Mann directed it. It's, it's just, it's, it's so good. And it, it's like, uh, you got Colin Farrell playing like a New York cop, but also his accent is just not too well hidden in that one. And he's got this obsession with um, like mojitos, where he's drinking mojitos all the time. And he's, mojito, mojitos! He's like, I love mojitos. <laughs> I love that. But that started a whole mojito. I became obsessed with mojitos after watching that movie. <laughs> Is really Colin Farrell in The Gentleman? Yeah, that's a new Guy Ritchie movie. Yeah yeah he's in that, that he's, in, he's got a great uh if you ever want to watch like all colin farrell's movies like a colin farrell marathon you'd be in for a lot of fucking bangers
2: yeah. colin colin farrell has the the he's almost the skies where he's got the mustache but then the blonde slicked back hair in miami vice oh dude, he, he, i didn't i didn't so recognize cool that, that it
3: was him he's and he's got he's got a crazy accent and like he he loves mojitos and it's the movie's oh, sick yes. it's a crazy movie very vibey Love that.
0: All right, guys. I unfortunately have to wrap because I have to go get vaccinated. Oh, so,
3: congratulations!
0: Oh, yeah, I'm gonna be. Dude, I'm gonna.
3: I'm gonna throw on Man City PSG.
0: Fuck yeah! They're go. playing right now. I'm gonna only be able to. I'm gonna only be compatible with Windows devices for the rest of the day, and then hopefully by tomorrow we should be good to go. Oh hell
2: yeah! So, good. Whatever it takes. All right, uh, Joe. Thank <laughs> you for coming on. Everybody get vaccinated. Oh, you thank go. you for having me. Yeah, thank you for coming on. You've been, uh, you know, a pleasure. Um, you're always welcome back.
1: This is um, just,
3: please, everybody, uh, listen to Illuminati interns and, and write yes. us a review on, if it's a nice, write us a nice review on, on Apple Podcasts. That really helps I will us. be Rise going
2: up. to say that this made me laugh and gag. Thank you. There yeah, you go, yeah, definitely. Five stars. Um, <laughs> I'll write a review, but just be standing while we do it. So yes. Yes. Uh, they can find you on Apple Music. You guys are Everywhere. on Instagram. Podcasts.
3: Yeah, yeah Everywhere you can get rather. a podcast
0: illuminati uh, interns again we as a show fully support we fully will put our seal of approval on illuminati thank interns you. it was thank one you. of
2: the better things i've listened to thank probably you probably this month and thank then you. The, you guys got this instagram year. and there's there's merch too correct
3: yeah we have some fun little merch it's a because erica my girlfriend is an incredible designer she made this great logo i have this little nalgene water bottle go, the go. logo the logo i just think is so clean yeah and yeah. it looks great oh, yeah. on those, those shirts. So grab some merch if you want, but definitely listen to the podcast.
2: There you go. Let your and friends know. Let your mom know. Let um, everybody know. Let everybody know. Again, Joe, thank you. Duncan, go um, reprogram your operating system. Yep. And uh, this has been the fucking do Stone podcast. Keep it sleazy. And I'm out. Peace out, you fuckos.
1: Only facts I will shoot up, baby duck if it quacks with a rooga.
2: And the sky sky. Falls. Falls. And they tone. And the Dell Song. <laughs> James Bond. R- 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 Reburgs.
1: Top in come cops and feeling his shots is block shipped out and bought in y'all. Your- Can I say, we top-billing it, valiant without villain it, viciously found victory, burnt towns and villages, burning, looting, and pillaging, murderers try to hurt us, we curse them and all their children, I just want the bread and bologna bundles to tuck away, I don't work for free, I am barely giving a fuck away, so tell Big and Johnny and Mommy to get the fuck away, hey, yo, here's a gun, son, now run, get it the gutter away.
3: <laughs> Live to shoot another day.